And now for our feature presentation. Hello everybody, welcome to the Idle Matinee podcast for Sunday the 6th of June 2003. I'm your host, uh, Benny Ben Ben, and today we're doing something a little bit different that we haven't done before. We're doing a long-form pub improv. So this is men in pub chats. This is how we're going to have a natural chat for men. No, no stress, no worries, no trying to do skits or scats or showing off, none of that. Um, just good chat no interrupting with little whatsapp stories because greg doesn't want to hear that anymore <laughs> when people are talking just a proper natural Jeez. chat but the one thing i will say is like how i'd like it to begin is i'm going to be the bar staff and i'm going to be the landlord what that means is anyone talking over each other anyone treating anyone unfairly i will jump in i'm not going to interrupt but i will be jumping in the conversation <laughs> so i'm not interrupting but i will jump in and cut you off so before uh, we begin uh, let's Talk do the introductions that. and see what everyone's drinking. So first, let's say hello to Johnny. Hello, Johnny. All right, you degenerate booze bags. It's me, Johnny Boy, with the mean treats tonight. I'm drinking. Well, I just um, I just had some uh, clams, white shell clams in. Uh, sorry, I, sorry, I didn't, sorry, I didn't explain myself properly. Um, the drinking bit, I shouldn't have said that. I mean, I'm going to ask you what you're drinking in a minute, and then go to the bar and get you a drink. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what he means. That's what I mean. Yeah, well, I'll just tell you what I'm just finishing off now, but then I'll oh, right, sorry. get me one off. Yeah. Sorry about that. I, when you, I, I, ridiculously, when you asked me a question, I stupidly answered it. Sorry. Yeah, no, it is a bit stupid. We could just like just have a normal chat, but uh, the long-form pub improv thing is, I don't know, he's insisting on it. So. Yeah. And the other person here tonight is Chris. Hello, Chris. Hello. Uh, man Sonder ear. <laughs> and the other person you heard him laughing in the background um, there I, I, is Greg. Hi, Greg. I was going to yeah, sorry. H- hello, I'm here as well. So I've just turned up and I was going to ask you, boys. So, uh, Johnny, what are you drinking? I'll go to the bar, grab us some drinks. I'll have uh, a Hay Club and lemonade, please. Hay Club lemonade. Uh, yeah, Chris, what are you drinking? Well, I've snuck a cheeky tin in with me because I know there's queues at this place. Um, so since I've got a couple of tins in my pocket, I'll go for a short. Um, I'll go for any half decent single malt that you can you can nip me from the bar. Okay, so let me just write that down so I don't forget. Because what was yours again, uh, Johnny? Uh, Hay club and uh, lemonade, please. And Greg, what are you drinking? Well, and some olives. I was going to get a, a tequila shot and, and a Guinness because the thing is, but you may as well get two tequilas. You can have one as well then. Uh, two tequilas for a fiver, and then I'll have a Guinness as well. I'll get the tequilas all round then. Yeah, okay. you may as well get around tequilas, and I'll have a Guinness as well. Okay, so that's three tequilas. Well, tequila body slammers. Four tequilas, shots, and a Guinness. Right, I'll just go to the bar. Uh, 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 Barry, Barry, yeah? I can't drink tequila anymore. Um, there was an incident with me a few years back, and I consumed loads of tequila um, and then threw up those potatoes on my mate's driveway. So. <laughs> Um, I'll have any other short. Okay. Do you find? Are you guys? You know, you see, I hate buka. Buka would cause a potato scene uh, with me. Really, that'd be my potato uh, thing. Puking up potatoes. I mean, or puking up whatever. 
Because oh, I think either Abuka or Zambuka. Buka, who calls it? Sorry, that was Johnny. You said Buka. I just copied Buka, you. Buka, Buka. Uh, you're either Zambuka or Tequila, aren't you, really, when it comes to shots? And I'm definitely Tequila. Zambuka's disgusting. Are you boys more Zambuka? Or tequila. Well, the, the problem with tequila is it often um, induces slightly racist jokes about Mexicans' wives. <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> I mean, yeah, that side. But the actual, uh, the actual. That's, that's, not, I mean, that's not a problem if you're if you're racist, particularly towards Mexican people. Uh, no, but uh, no, what's that cinnamon one with all the gold gold slager? Is that what it's called? Gold slager. Yeah, yeah gold slager. You can have a disco poo when you get home. <laughs> yeah. That's what you want. Right. It on the way out. Sip it out. Sip it on the way out. Like Chuck it out. I'll just go and get these drinks <laughs> and I'll let you guys have a chat about how you've been this week and what's been going on. I'll see you in a minute. I'm just going to the bar. I'll tell you what, I really miss pubs since I got barred for the mall about yeah. 10 years ago. <clears throat> The last time we ordered drinks like that, oh no, it wasn't, like, I was going to say it was for Chris's birthday, but it wasn't, it was, we went out to darts, didn't we? We did the darts oh, thing. Oh yeah, we had drinks then, yeah. yeah. Was, that the last, was that the last time we actually went out and ordered drinks at a place, you know what I mean, out, like out somewhere in a, in a bar, yeah. That was the one day you were allowed, last year. Uh, I think J-Pop Stag do was the last time I went out with you lot to a pub. Was yeah. it? I was hung over as fuck. Oh fuck me, well, you, well, yeah, that you were there. Oh, but then to be fair, no, yeah, Chris, you weren't at the darts thing either, were you? It was, the last time we was out was the other, was the Gary stag do, wasn't it? Yes, it was, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No. When was that? I threw fucking... up in a boat all over my wetsuit. What, what month was that? How long ago was that now? A couple of years ago, wasn't it? <laughs> it seems that way. It seems that way. Three years ago, four years ago. I, I can't, uh, I can't remember. Cause it was, Harris's was August, the August before, lot. I don't know. Last June, wasn't it? I think something like that. Yeah, 2019 and 2020, June, wasn't it? Consecutive. Yeah. Bob. <clears throat> they say they come in freeze, didn't they? <laughs> so, did anyone see first dates this week with uh, Dave from Ellsbury? Uh, yeah, I saw. I, yeah. Did you, I didn't know who he was until you told me. I know. I, know, I did notice the, the uh, girl he met had clear plastic high heels on so you could see all her toes squeezed up like little sausages trying to get to the front covered in sweat. I, didn't, so I probably would have turned around and fucked off at that point, to be honest. I haven't. So did, did I mention it's, last it's week? not really giving away any secrets. It was on national television. Uh, hey? Yeah, like, yeah, I know, but... From what about the, uh, the girl he was dating, Elamie, uh, Emily Richmond? Heir to the Richmond Sausage Empire... Is that true? Is that is that true? Is that have you watched it? Yeah, that's why she always wears clear clear shoes like that to advertise sausages. So yeah, his message is always getting through. And yeah. there's that other girl, isn't there? Victoria Matheson's. That's it. Yeah, they're meaty. They're actually a type of glass, like a magnifying glass. So they actually keep the sausages warm. Mm. They should do that with the uh, cellophane. Good idea. They can't cook from the moment they go in. So you buy sausages not as they're going off, but as they're becoming in. Yeah, as they're going in. They cook from the moment, start cooking the moment they leave the factory. Do you prefer the sausage going in or coming out? It's got to be going in. (laughs) 
And then it depends <laughs> whether it's my sausage or if it's someone else. If it's someone else's, I'd probably prefer it coming out. Yeah, yeah. Are you talking about are you talking about eating sausages, guys? Or... <laughs> you, you've lost me, guys. <laughs> you lost, you lost me. This is the same sort of prison slang that goes on between yeah. two cellmates as they get introduced for the first time. <laughs> Set the boundaries. I've never actually like been to prison. Banger or maybe a, a German sausage or maybe a Spanish sausage. Just asking for a friend. So what have you what have you guys been doing? <laughs> What have you guys been doing this week? <laughs> we get a keep the sausage pants going. <laughs> if I'm going to receive the sausage, I want the smallest one possible. Oh, so you're the talking about anal sex? So you're not? You are. We are talking about anal sex. You are. You are talking about take, taking receiving cocks in in your in your in your anuses. Yes. Have I have I seen through the the Dublin torches? We are drinks. I just want to stop yeah. you there. Um, two things. Number one, that's the end of the sausage chat for now. Number two, I've just brought you some drinks from the bar. I've got a single malt. That's for you, Chris. A Hayes Club with lemonade and some olives there for you, uh, Johnny. Three tequila shots and one Sambuca there. So let's bang down those tequila shots and get going with some non-sausage chat. <laughs> yeah, so for three, three what, two... Should have had, good, I should good. have had a Johnny Rye being a special, a pint with a pickled onion in it. Oh, yeah. In my next round. Yeah. That, that means nothing to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> so what? So, seriously, you should, you should explain that. Is, you need to explain that. You need to explain the whole thing about YouTube, Tomia, the only-made no, no, nails, no, Brie, and that was your character. It's a pint with a pickled, uh, pickled onion in it. There's no more explanation. No, needed. no, you have to explain about your character in Tomia, and the, the character drops a pickled onion into the pint and goes, it's a Johnny Rye being a special. Otherwise, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but... It, it, it actually tastes really nice. So, it makes yeah, sense to name, us. They know my name's Johnny Ribena and I drink pints with a pickled onion. Oh, okay, it? yeah. Okay. He doesn't, but you don't actually do that, do you? Have you ever done that <laughs> yourself? You, 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 did it, you did it once in a, in a show on YouTube, but you don't actually do that. No, I did it, I did it several times because I did, did one with little ones. Oh, right. One. Well, hence the name, Johnny Pickled Ribena. Johnny Pickled Onion Ribena. Yeah. Okay, what have you been doing this week, Johnny? What have you been doing this week apart from pickled, pickling onions in your beer? Well, after I watched First Date, there was a programme on called The Mum Who's Got Tourette's. Oh, yeah, I've seen that before. She's, she's very funny. Yeah, yeah. But she, I know, she's in there and her family are all laughing. They're in the restaurant and she's calling everyone a fucking cunt yeah. and saying her husband's and this... And I just all the other people in the restaurant, and I, and I thought they've just ruined all these other other people's day out because of her disability. And I think that's a bit. Oh, they haven't. Everyone's cracking. Everyone's cracking up. Even the husband. The husband's loving it. He's like, oh, he like, because he's he's really cool about it. Yeah, he, no, he, the, other pe- he, the other people in the restaurant. I mean, the oh, other what, guests. What, what I like is what I like about it is the husband hasn't got bored at laughing at, at it. Like she's quite creative with a or and quite accurate with a lot of the things she shouts out now i mean some of it's bad obviously like <laughs> and, uh, he's like, oh good well well picked up yeah nice one that's a new one yeah no I, these kids aren't yours i think i think it'd be hilarious if i was out having a meal and i was there with my young kids and she was there i'd be like that's all right love you've got tourettes that's fine uh, i wouldn't have a go at her i'd be yeah i did i think i also felt a bit i suppose that it sort of gave me a glimpse into what other people feel like when I go out. <laughs> Say that again. It's like this end, it sounded like you had a breakdown. You're, uh, you're, uh, uh, uh. 
Yeah, no, it sort of gave me a glimpse into how other people feel when I go out to right. a restaurant. Got it. Oh, I, thought, I, thought, oh, got it. I thought it was something like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a jolly. <laughs> <laughs> Great podcast. Okay, so was that... The only other telly film thought it was weird, but do, do you see this new... Um, it doesn't have to be telly. It's on after oh. um, Tipping Point and... Um, what's the other one? The Chase it's called Lightning. So yeah, yeah. Two. With old Gaptooth yeah, Bird. It's it's so convoluted, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Number wang. Yeah, no, it's like number wang, yeah. yeah. It's weird, isn't so it? I only saw the X when they were doing the questions and throwing the balls. Is that all it is? Or I really didn't understand what was going on. That's number wang. It's time. You've got to shaft your mate. You'll have plenty of time to watch it. It's on every night of the week. It's the new... Talking of, like, weeknight quizzes, uh, did you see in the news this week about Anne Robinson, The Weakest Link? Yeah. Well, that's about on... some of the things she used to say that you wouldn't be able to say now. Yeah, she, they were just. She was on. She was on pack lunch. I saw you guys put that on the podcast group, and I was like, "Oh right, we're 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 going to do Steph. We're going to do Steph's pack lunch now, are we?" Did Steph like, play the things up. But no, it's, but they were talking about exactly the same stuff. What insults is she going to be rude on the new weekest? They were asking the same things on. But did they play the insults? And she did. Uh? Did they play some of the insults? No, 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 no. Go on, then you got some. I've got some. Well, she's going, to, she's going to be hosting countdown, isn't she? Because Nick Nick's left under a cloud. And yeah. He's done. Yeah, what well, did he do? Colin Murray was on it the other week. It well, had been on for two we weeks. Just make something up. What do, you, what do you think he did? Nonsense. Yeah, I don't know, something. Noshing off a toddler. Yeah, yeah that would be nonsense. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, that'd be a form of nonsense. The subcategory of the nonsense, yeah. I wish I had said that. <laughs> I reckon he just kept getting all the numbers and letters muddled. And they were like, it's too much work. It's taking like two days to film one show. Listen to this. I heard he kept shitting himself in Dictionary Corner. And they started to think that... Uh, at first, they couldn't sack him because it's like discrimination. But then they sort of realised he was doing it on purpose. I think it's because he hasn't got a sense of humour and he keeps saying rude things and he doesn't realise he does. Everyone thinks it's because he's got a sense of humour, but it's not. And he's actually... He's quite disturbed by it all. Um, there's been a few ones he said to like, oh, you like, oh, you like a hard one, don't you, Rachel? He said that a couple of times or whatever. But like... And everyone laughed and... And Rachel, I saw her talking oh, about it, and she goes, and she goes, uh, and she goes, she goes, oh no, but he's got a cheeky sense of humour. He knows what he's saying, but I don't think he does. I think he genuinely doesn't. He hasn't got much of a sense of humour, and I think they want someone with a bit more, I don't know, a bit, a bit more so wit just, about him. So he's just saying like, oh, you'd like a hard cock then? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like no, being I mean, overtly suggestive with no humour to it. It was like the they were talking about a maths problem. <laughs> I can see. I can see. That's what exactly what you like, Rachel. Um, He's sort of like the two out of ten cats version. It's like you've got a vagina. <laughs> I don't think it'll ever be as good as it was when Richard Whiteley was on it. Those were some of the. See, best he was things. like sort of bumbling. He was sort of. Like, so what happened to him? He had a heart attack and was died. It that, was it that Project U Tree thing he got done for? Yeah, they blew him up like um, a oh. device that just got left at King's. Across the station, <laughs> with the robot. They couldn't be bothered with the. Um, yeah, they sent the robot. It couldn't be bothered with the court case. Just sent the robot in and blew it up. They did it to a series of high-profile nonces. They just left our consciousness. I thought they blew them up like balloons and then flew them over Batsy Paradise. They actually used the old K9 robot from Doctor Who, didn't they? But they they stuck a, um, they stuck a, a grenade on his head. <laughs> yeah, as they go down to stroke it because they love nonces, love puppies, <laughs> like that. And as they went down to stroke it, bang. That's it. Because they put the grenade pin coming out of its arsehole. 
That's the first place they go for. Nonsense yeah. love puppies, pu- puppies like maggots for uh, like maggots and fishermen for like <laughs> nonsense use puppies. <laughs> nonsense use puppies like maggots to lure lure kids in, lure the fishies they in. They keep them in their fridge to slow their growth. <laughs> they used to say they used to say like moths to a flame. Did you come up with that phrase like maggots to a fisherman? I don't think they're <laughs> Do you reckon uh, chocolate bars are getting smaller or cocks are getting bigger? <laughs> That's uh, question. Uh, right, okay, so right, that's so, that, so you that's what you that's what you've watched, but what have you actually been doing? Have you like, what have you done? What have you actually done? Have you been working? Have you been doing hobbies? Because I want to tell you what I've been doing. What hobbies what hobbies have you been doing? But you ain't got any fucking hobbies. <laughs> I've got I've, I've got trouble with I had a bit of trouble with an Ethernet cable. Uh, I wired it up, and I've got uh, the tools. So I've got um, an Ethernet, a very long Ethernet cable. Um, a little tip to any listeners: if you are in trouble, you can get an Ethernet testing kit for about five or six quid on Amazon, and you um, you only need to put a battery in one end, and then you put the remote on the other. And it's got little lights that goes from one to eight, and it shows you which one of the cables you got correct. And I'll tell you what: I'll tell you what, that saved me a, a lot of heartache. <laughs> Ethernet cable. Do you not have? Do you not have wireless, my boy? We'd have to talk about every subject we bring up, do we? Um, no. Or do you have to talk about everything? No, no. It's just anything uh, interesting you've been doing. My parents. You what? Sorry, say again. My sister's gonna be stealing in, uh, the internet from my parents. So I ran a cable for an Ethernet cable. From oh, my I see. House right. All the way to their, not their house in Spain. Yeah. yeah. House That'd be impressive. And then. Uh, that would be a story. That would have been a story probably worth more worth. That probably would have been a story more worth telling if it had it been in Spain, and you'd been running it f- like through the channel or something, and then mainland. You're just being silly now, because you, you yeah. know as well as I do, there's a maximum distance of Ethernet cable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously you could put the labour in. I knew this would lead to comedy gold. Yeah, obviously I knew you could put the labour in. It's just the, the length of the cable that's available. Yeah. Uh, right. So I, I think that's probably if that's Johnny's highlight, then I think that's all Johnny's got. Right, Chris, what have yeah. you been doing this week of note, or like that's actually happened? What have and... I been doing this week of note? Well, no, I, I mean you don't have to have done. No, I learned a little bit of Afrikaans, which I I, I, I put at the at the my introduction at the beginning. Oh right, that was what that was. Say that again. Say the say what you said at the beginning. I said, uh, man sonder ear. Man sonder ear. What does that mean? That means um, men without honour. Ah. I said, hello, men without honour. <laughs> that is us. And um, I went to, today I went to Devil's Dyke and walked that, which is a large earthenware thing in out in East Anglia. Um, and saw eight hares. And two deer and one skylark. Oh wow! Did you have a camera on you? Did you have a camera on you? Um, I did have a camera, but I only took like a selfie. Ah, with the deer. Um, I got it in a headlock. I was like, yeah, stay still. No, I was looking at them with the binoculars. Um, did you make any new friends? A skylark, <clears throat> and because the beauty of the skylark. Is they hover just above their nest, so indicate because they're ground nesting birds, obviously. Obviously, um, they hover above their nest and sing great songs. So if you move <laughs> the nest about, 
a day will follow where that nest will be. So I've um, attached a nest to my phone. And <laughs> now I can't possibly lose my phone because there's Dylark. What song do they sing? Sorry? What songs do they sing? Champagne Supernova, by the way. <laughs> That's really weird. I was thinking <laughs> I, was <laughs> yeah. I, was thinking, I was trying to think of a standard like, song. I wonder why that. Was. Funny, like, I was yeah. thinking Blur Oasis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking like a, a, pop, a pop tune. Skylarks are one of the birds you should feel least guilty about stealing their eggs because they're just showing off, aren't they? Like girls in short skirts. Yeah. So you're saying that it's all right to steal girls in short skirts Eggs. Eggs. What? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, what would be a great, great thing to do now to jump from the Skylark chat is maybe jump straight into a Skylark improv. <laughs> you fucking freak. So I'll be playing the Skylark in the nest. Uh, Johnny will be playing the, <laughs> nice young, try. the young girl walking uh, with a bag of eggs. And Chris will be playing the young man on the walk out looking at the Skylark in the nest. Begin scene. <laughs> Click, 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 look at my little skirt and my tits. Hello, love. Are you looking at my uterus? I, I can't see where the humans are going to come from this. No, me either. No, no, no. I, 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 I was just going to shut I'm waiting for the podcast. Uh, all you men, it's harder to catch kids at the moment. It's hard to catch. It is hard to catch kids. You can get a drone and start trying to earn some B-roll like me. <laughs> you can put a, a skylark's nest in their bag as like their satchel as they went off to school, and you just yeah. watch like uh, like an organic drone. Yes, like Spring Watch. You're well into your skylarks, aren't you? What books have you nearly read? reading the conspiracy against the human race uh, i think it's a book that quotes like uh, how do you say it? it's the philosophers c-i-o-r-a-n coran c-o-r-a-n i'm not sure how you pronounce it and like loads of really dark antinatalist philosophers so again what's the spelling uh c-i-o-r-a-n c-i-o-r it's called the conspiracy against Barry, you can't pronounce anything i don't want to say it wrong but he's a good philosopher and i'm also looking forward to kate garraway the power of hope it's not out yet, but oh, yeah. that's what that's one book I'm definitely going to be reading uh, through the fact that um, Derek Draper is still sadly in a coma. I did have Derek Draper's book as well. 
I got it from a book club and then when I realised it was his book, I took it to the charity shop straight away and didn't even want to read it. Remaining philosopher. That's got, that's got the fold out <laughs> in the middle when, when you open it up, you can, she just shows her arsehole for money, doesn't she? Uh, not in that one, no. It's not like a bad consultancy. He's, like, he's talked about how he's... A, you know, yeah. some of those self-help, manage your time, get everything done. Now I'm fucked. With uh, the self-help and motivational books, if you've got the wherewithal to get up and go to the fucking shop, just leave the book there. You've already you've already got halfway there, haven't you? It's part of the um, part of the genius of life coaching. Is the fact is you have people coming to you that want to make positive changes. So, at, literally, if you frame it and box it in the right way, package it, they will. No matter what. You know, people will make those improvements. Set. It's the greatest incentive, financial ones. Set and setting, yeah. Ten grand, and you're most of the way there. You'll you'll be rich before you know it. This the set and setting, isn't it? It's like when you go to a hypnotherapist, you get hypnotised because they're meant to be a hypnotherapist. It's sort of everything helps around it. Can I just say? Could you be quiet just for two seconds? This is this is how you say it. Pronounce names dot com. Oh. Oh. Emil Choran. Sorry, we're making Emil noise Choran. then. Choran. So, give you quiet back there, guys. Emil Choran. Emil Choran. Emil Choran. Emil Choran. Choran. Two books I've been avoiding reading at the moment are Malcolm Gladwell's uh, Outliers. Yeah, don't read that. And Tom Jones Over the Top and Back. Johnny, write this down. You've got to read this. Right, got a pen and paper. No point, I won't read that either. It's, yeah, but write it down anyway, just so you know. All right. uh, it's called The Conspiracy Against the Human Race. Write that down and just have a look at it on Amazon, whatever. <laughs> it's a good book. It, it's meant to be very good anyway. So, yeah, I need to get back into Audacity. Uh, not Audacity, what's it called? Audible. I've probably got about 3,000 free credits on there. Get it on there then. See if it's on there. It might not be though, because it's a, that, not that kind of book. I was going to say, your background, Chris, I just realised it's Seaford Mods, isn't it? I, to begin with, I was thinking it was uh, the, the guy on the left, the one who does the music, Seaford Mods. I thought it was Vincent van Gogh. <laughs> and then some other artist, and then realised, oh no, it's Seaford Mods. Yeah, that's my mate Clive did that for me. All oh, right. So let's get, let's, let's get this right, Greg. Uh, you said I had to explain what me putting a pickled onion in a fucking pint meant. No, do we have to? No, no not now. No, no, I, like, we did exp- I explained let's, it at the time. I think. Let's not go over that again. Yeah, you can if you want. Do we have to? But, yeah. you, no, nah. I'm joking. I'm joking. Let's no. talk about Married at First Sight Australia. Oh, yeah, my fucking God. How I'm going to get Johnny and Greg to apply for Married at First Sight UK, because you would be perfect yeah. on it. So the beauty of this show, did I talk about this last week? Have I mentioned this at all? No? Okay, right. So the beauty of the show is it's a mixture of Big Brother, Gogglebox, and First Dates. Two people never met before, right? They get married day one. They have a week on a honeymoon. They have to be together. Then they have to go to a hotel together with all the other couples in the same apartments. And then they have a dinner party once a week. And then they have a reconciliation shit where they sit with a therapist and have to say whether they're going to leave or stay or leave. If one of them wants to stay and one wants to leave, they have to stay. They, they both have to stay to try and work through their issues. So, so I you don't can... think you've actually explained what the programme is. Oh, don't worry about it. 
Yeah, I think it did. So what? Do they, they get they get mar- They have two people are forced to get married, and then that happens afterwards. Yeah, they? yeah, that happens after. No, it doesn't happen yeah, before, yeah, yeah. does it? Hey, or did that sound like it happened before? Yeah, no, they, just, they go on the honeymoon like before first, that. It's yeah? like first dates. So they go to the, the experts. The experts go ooh, and they set them up with the, someone they thinks right, and then yeah, they get married. They haven't seen the, the person they're marrying until they meet. It's like an arranged marriage. I mean, I guess it's well, it's not like arranged oh, marriage, is it? Pre- there's a prequel to them getting married. What do you mean? No, there isn't. No, they just see that they see. It's not like an arranged marriage, really, because with arranged marriages, they meet them first. Yeah, there's a clue in the title, Johnny. Married at yeah, first, first sight. sight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does that help? The, the clue is yeah, in the no, title. It's, it's, it's high concept. They put them together and go right. You two can't get married. Yeah. Fuck off. Basically, it's high concept in the in the, the actual true meaning of the thing, where it's, it's the explanation yeah. is in the title, like snakes on a plane. But they don't tend to fuck off. They watch them three months and give them hell. They basically might put them through fucking hell, didn't they? Really, yeah, right, right. Yeah, it's no, fucking horrible. It's disgusting, horrible TV, and Barry, I get sucked into it because Barry's obsessed by it. And the thing is, you, there are some bits of it which are quite good TV, but you could condense it the thirty hours or whatever that Barry's watched of it, right? You could probably condense into about, <laughs> you mean a five ten minute montage of like funny clips and like and bits. People in say it, I and should, that is it. And Barry's weird. And people say I should be, I'm wasting my time and I could be doing so much more productive. <laughs> yeah, you really could. But I don't think I could. <laughs> Come out, help, help me make some B-roll. <laughs> Go on, carry on, guys. I sat and watched... First off, I was, when I was thinking, that's probably like every Iranian... I'm being culturally ignorant here. It's probably like every Iranian marriage ever, anyway. <laughs> Why specifically um, Iranian? Or, no, <laughs> oh, great. Uh, I'm thinking of someone who put... There, wasn't, yeah. there isn't possibly going to be anybody that we know that's Iranian that's going to... Oh, really? No, yeah, yeah. No, but I think one difference what? as well, though, Chris, <laughs> is the fact that that's their true. parents, don't they? they? They say who they think is right for their daughter. And I suppose mm. it would help if your parents are making the decision because they might have a pretty good idea if they're close to you of who's right. I'm not saying it works all the time, but this is just two people that go, yeah, that one and that one. We're experts. Like, yeah, but if the parents have got to pay a dowry, they should have a choice. Yeah. Who they're spending the money on. I also think um, of the British version, you know, like um, you do like Netflix and chill, like someone comes over and and we call it gobble box. And you see if someone gets noshed off um, or, you know, the other way, you know, licked down. That is a great idea. you You could have a program called Fucker in the Bin. And like, it's around the back of a pub, and you just stick a girl in a bin, and all you can see is her legs and like fanny and ass, and you have to decide whether you want to fuck her. And if you fuck her, you got to go out of her for a week. Oh, well, she's in a bin. How do you see her legs and fanny? Which how, where's the camera set up? So what type of bin? Uh, top half, uh, fucking the top half of the. So she's right. Like, I got like, her. Her face yeah. is in the bin. Right, <laughs> got her. Yeah, got her. So then you got to decide which yeah, one sorry. of the bins you want to fuck, and then you got to go out of her for a week. <laughs> Do you reckon they'd be able to make a show like that nowadays? Ant and Deck, Fucker in the Bin. <laughs> Stephen Mulhern presents Fucker this in the Bin. This week's Ant and Deck's Fucker in the Bin. Ah, oh, Stephen Mulhern. That's some good hip movement there. Keep pumping. <laughs> oh, keep pumping, Deck. Played the wild card this week, and that's his auntie Jean. <laughs> <laughs> that's his auntie Jean. Some guy knocked on my mum's front door this week and said he could give her the COVID vaccine for sixty quid. So I said, "Go for it." So he's waiting for the waiting in the queue for it. So now my mum's fully vaccinated, which is good news. Hey, 
some guy knocks on the front that, door. So you're reading that? So, so no, that's that not true then? I'm reading that's what happened though, yeah. Is it? Yeah. And like she said, should I do it or not? And I said, yeah, you should do because if you jump the kid... I don't believe that someone knocks on your mum's door and gave her a vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> has your mum had the vaccine? I'm kidding. Yeah, I know yeah, you Yeah, of course. But, uh, <laughs> I know you Most are. Mu- I saw through the, that. We're slamming through vaccines now. They're dishing them out did, like did sweets. You, when did your mum have it? She got dish them out like sweets. <laughs> when did your mum get it? A week ago, a couple of weeks well, ago. Yeah, same my parents. Yeah, well, I got my dad got it first because he's a bit older. Well, dear. Uh, did you ask your dad one to say, "I want yours, father"? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dad, it's it's a waste for you. I want it. I think I think the theme theme tune music to "Fucker in the Bin" should be a steel drum band. Bang 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 if she's woken up, she'll start rattling around, won't she? Ba-bong, ba-bong, ba-bong. If she wakes up, she'll start rattling around. Ba-bong, ba-bong. Fuck her in the bin. <laughs> right. Uh, so, Chris, was that... Was... You what, sorry? I'm not jumping... What's sponsored by Marmite? Fuck her in the bin. Oh, sorry. Love her or hate her. Fuck her in the bin. Love her or hate her. Fuck her in the bin. Fuck her in the bin. Bing, boom, bing, boom. Fuck her in the bin. I'm not trying to jump in and ruin the podcast with too many improvs this week. I'm trying to stay back a bit so we can have proper conversations, but maybe we should do an improv with the London mum um, and you a try, child that drunk their own urine. You believe try, because you know oh, if it's Just gonna... talk over me then, okay. Could, eh? I thought we weren't talking over each other, so I Well, no, no, I thought we weren't doing shitty, cunt, fucking stupid improvs as oh, well. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> I can't speak, so uh, I'll go quiet. No, no, I was, no, that's, that, well then, no, yeah, no, I'm not going to do it now, because you, you weren't, I was, I was about to say... I was about to say, I was about to humour you then. I was about to humour you then and go, yeah, we'll give it a go. But then you're like, oh, but you're going to cut me off. You're going to cut me off even though I said we weren't going to do an improv. <laughs> then you could have done that. Go on then. What's your fucking stupid cunt improv I'll, about? I'll think about another one, a better one. Just carry on talking. Saying what you want to talk about. It's all right. It's, all right. it's a lot of venom was, in that. Um, Lots of cunts. And... I was driving this week and going round a corner. And as I went round the corner, I saw... The driver in front of me had hit a squirrel, and the, this all happened in a split second, by the way. So, a lot of thought processes, a lot of information to take in. Um, I went around the corner, squirrel, back end, flat, front end, looking at me. Ugh. Like, oh! and I was like, oh, God. <clears throat> I, do I just squash it? <clears throat> but then I seen to the car behind, like, oh, he's just like, cool bastard, just ignored that. Or, but then I'm prolonging its pain by not doing it. But then, yeah, so if I miss, if I just leave it, it's still there stuck to the floor. Like, it's going to die. A crow's going to eat it. Another car's going to run it over. So I should just put it out in its misery. And I thought it's the equivalent of, because I was like, in my head, straight away when I saw him. So this split second, it just, in my head, it was like Mortal Kombat, finish him. When in my head, I was yeah. like, right, get him. And then I suddenly went, oh no, I'm feeling a bit rolf. I don't want to get him. I might want to help him. <laughs> and then, actually, being Rolf is probably be, the worst thing. Yeah, don't be Rolf. Anyway, so then I just went full sub zero and went over him and skidded a little bit. And, uh, Are you trying yeah. to reanimate him now? <laughs> when you say you went full sub zeros, did you? When when you said you saw the squirrel looking at me and you thought, "Oh God," I thought you meant you'd seen into the uh, eyes of the creator. It was as good as. It was only when I went past as well that I thought, I think that might have been a cat. You know, it was just that. <laughs> oh, so yeah, That's a big and squirrel. I thought oh. seen me just fucking 
finish a cat. It's a Doberman. So as the cat was looking up to you with its arms in the air like a squirrel, do you think he was actually injured or do you think he was just like the weeping Alexander ready to accept there are no worlds left to conquer? <coughs> yeah, well, the problem with that is... That's very poetic, Johnny. Don't speak. <laughs> well, Philip II of Macedon was Alexander's father, wasn't he? And it was always he was always really living in the shadow of um, of of Philip. Of his massive dong. That's it. Mm-hmm. I know my history. About dongs. Talking of nightmares. Talking of nightmares. <laughs> can you imagine? Anything worse than throwing a boomerang away and it not coming back, and then just living the rest of your life in fear. One day, like a spurred girlfriend. Yeah. Just when you think you've got your life sorted and all that, bastard comes back. Back of your head. No, not really. I just had to explain that one for Greg. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, you didn't. I... Okay. I'm going to jump in now. Um, I'm going to jump in now because I need to do an improv. <laughs> Can you never explain your improv, Barry? Sorry, because I rudely cut you down. I wasn't trying to cut you down. I was just going to say I'm up for trying to do an improv. But like, if it goes, it's like married at first if sight. Someone goes, the couples. If, if someone goes, if someone goes for it and goes like, yeah, and runs with it, and they have, they've got a bit to say, then and then everyone else joins in, then yeah. But if it just dies on its ass and no one's got anything to like, we like it, the last one did. Then, um, then yeah, obviously we'll just carry we on. We could do the big Game of Thrones improv at the end of this episode. We haven't done that yet. Yeah, said be good last, last week we were talking about the um, cruise industry. I saw a thing this week about, you know, they're trying to open up um, holidays again, uh, like schools and holidays, and they've got an idea to make um, beach holidays safe again. And they put, like, either spray or rope out, so it's like squares that you go and sit in. And it just reminded me, so you're socially distanced from other people. Mm-hmm. And it just looked like beach chest for pervs. Who, who puts, yeah. is, it, is it referees who do it? Like referees who spray the fucking free kick lines and the, what's it? So the ref, well, referees come out and go, eh. the uh, hotel operators, but you could be right. It might be referees going out there and doing it off their own back. But, um, <laughs> they don't get paid that well. So, so. yeah, they lay out these grid, a grid system. So if you see yeah. some fucking top totty, or even if you see, like, in the past, if you saw, like, a bloke with a really fit bird or she's got her tits out on that, it does look a bit creepy if you sit two metres away and start wanking. But now you can. That's what I see. It's like... So and you, you can't come anywhere near you, because otherwise he's COVID um, inefficient, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you don't want to talk about it. It's just something I thought of. Yeah. So a new uh, thing, I, I think I um, learned this week that I never knew about was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Operation Mindfuck, because I watched this film on Amazon Prime called was it JJ Bob's and the Church of Subgenius? Yeah, yeah. Well, this guy started a like a religion in the was it the eighties? It was the eighties, wasn't it? Yeah, in the nineteen eighties, and it was called um, yeah, I think so. I the Subgeniuses, and they sort of believed all conspiracies and nothing was real. And then was it in this, it mentions a thing called Principa Discordia. And it was a book written in the 1960s, like a Bible, that talks about conspiracy theories and there's UFOs and all this stuff. And then on the Adam Curtis documentary I watched the other day, he starts talking about Discordianism, which if you don't know, do you know what Discordianism is? If, I saw a, a thing attached to it that you sent round, so I had a little pictures of that, but can, can you I exp- wasn't aware until... Can you explain Discordianism better than I can? To me? No. <laughs> 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 
It's basically, yeah, it means that where we see everything is left and right, up and down, everything is just chaos and we put those labels on everything and really it's just chaos. That's what it, the basics of it. But then on... Um, yeah, yeah, everything's chaos that we, but we put but order we into try and, yeah, we order try and put order into chaos and that's why it's yeah. fucked and th- so that it's sort of a lot of there's a lot of weird stuff like I said about UFOs and conspiracy theories so in the 1960s these two guys that wrote the principle of Discordia put two letters in these two magazines that talk about the Illuminati and the one world government and all that conspiracy that we sort of all know now. Yeah. But they're the ones that started it apparently. And then, but the weird thing was the guy that wrote the letter, they started his op- something called Operation Mindfuck as a joke, like an early viral meme and it went viral and everyone believed it. A bit like the AIDS thing, how it came from a lab, how the Russians made everyone believe that. Um, but the thing with that was the guy that did it he went to college with Lee Harvey Oswald. He started writing a book about him, the guy that wrote the letter. He stayed with him. And then in the end, he starts to believe that uh, whether he doesn't know whether it's real or it isn't anymore, what he's written. He starts actually believing there's conspiracy against him because all these coincidences with Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty crazy. That's what I've learned this week. Yeah. <coughs> oh. <coughs> that's not necessarily what you've learned this week. Yeah. What, what have you been doing this week? And that's what I wanted to teach you. Basically, create your own lunacy by trying to look too much into yourself or into conspiracy. Yeah, yeah, you. That's what the, the Adam Curtis, all the Adam Curtis stuff is. Is a lot of yeah about conspiracies, basically, and how they come about and how the nutty right wing people get so and left wing and left wing. Yeah. How both wings, how any any extremists get. You got extreme. You, you got to have a go at the left just as much as the yeah, right. Yeah, you do. If you're going to be a proper fence sitter, you can't be. Can't be always Pulse. on the yeah. left side because the left do some yeah. very dangerous things. Left, left leaning fence as I said before. <laughs> they've got, they've hurt a lot of people. If, if a bird wants to fly, it needs a left wing and a right wing. Mind blown. Just a thought there. Just a little thought bomb for you there. Boom. Anyway, should we? Especially um, if he wants to advertise where his eggs are. So, what have I been doing this week? You asked me, guys. <laughs> oh well, let me tell you. Just go for a piss. Okay. No, 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 no. I'll listen. What have I been doing this week, guys? Let me tell you. Oh, you're not going for piss. Okay, I thought you actually were. I've been trying to get on the B-roll thing. So we were talking about B-roll last week. I think last week... I Can mentioned you B roll again for anyone. Yeah, yeah B, the, the term for like making. I don't know why. Yeah, I think surely the term B roll would be for anyone making money off something, but uploading photos and videos to Shutterstock. Yeah, basically trying to make people buy yeah, them yeah, and you earn money off them. Yeah. Yes. No, the reason it's called B roll is you shoot the A roll and then you you get extra footage in that's B roll that you haven't done yourself. So you're oh right, I do get it. I thought B roll was just short for like bankroll, but like yeah, I've been on lots of. I thought you do about movies like, and stuff. Yeah, no, but it's fine. Term, B-roll's right? not. It's, it's nice from movies. <laughs> 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 it's B-roll from movies, Johnny. Yeah, I think Johnny? it probably is. It probably is. I don't yes. know. It is. Yeah, movies or TV stuff. Okay, I don't TV know stuff. much as I should do. But anyway, I know now. Anyway. Um, can we yeah. get my improv after this? Anyway, yeah. Yeah, all right, improv boy. Fuck me. Yes, we can. I don't know. It's not, it's not really... Well, no, it's not really on the agenda, is it? Because it's... Cause, I don't know. It's, they, 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 sometimes they work. Anyway. But yeah, so the whole the B-roll thing, I've managed to get 11 photos and four videos onto Shutterstock. Um, but fuck me, yeah. What? Pa- well, no, I say fuck me. It was it was a fairly uh, painless thing to begin with. Um, quite a lot of stuff got rejected, but then I realised what sort of photos there were like 
that didn't get rejected. I was like, okay, right, managed to pick a few out. But the videos, I, I seem to be, like every single one seems to be getting accepted. And then all of a sudden now, they're all getting rejected. Like every, I, the last 10 or whatever I've put up have been rejected. Even though some are just like videos that are cut in half. Basically, I mean, the exact same bit of footage, I've just cut it in half. And they said, oh, there's noise or something in this one. And I'm like, well, there, was, there wasn't any noise in the last one. It's exactly the same video, taking exactly the same time, exactly the same camera. So it's a bit weird, the AI. <laughs> you still listening to podcasts? Podcasters, <laughs> listeners? Uh... I'm just noticing that um, Johnny and Chris both looking to the floor, Ooh. looking at your phones or saying, just looking like really bored with this story. Anyway, uh, okay, you can check me out on Shutterstocker. Anyway, my videos are up there for like fucking... So I, I, went, I, just, I didn't actually just go for a piss. No, oh, right. Did you... Uh... Anyone want any other drinks? Well, okay, so yeah, I was halfway through saying <laughs> something. <laughs> nice edit. I was halfway through saying about B-roll, yeah. So I've got four videos on Shutterstock. Managed to get them up there. It seemed like they were accepting the videos straight away. Like the photos, not so much. Some of that like noise, I get that because it's on a, fuck, a fairly old camera. Well, not that old, but not the top, top of the line camera. It's only like a 400 pound DSLR. And obviously top of the range camera is like two grand, three grand, whatever. But anyway, but you can still take a good photo with them, but it's got to be pinpoint sharp. And some of them aren't, and I get that, and they're like, okay, they don't look good blown up, possibly. So they haven't accepted the photos, but with the, the video I was doing, the 4K video, um, the first video I put up was accepted, and the second one, so I was like, oh, right, this is good. In fact, the th four out of five videos, and the only uh, one that wasn't accepted was one that was too dark, and I knew that it was going to be too dark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so it's annoying because like, I could tell you this story like, and then I'd have already heard it but then, are you both reading there. books? yeah they're both reading okay. books cool okay, okay, so right, okay good good I, at least I know where we stand now let's when it comes to it. Oh, yeah. no 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 no, no. Yeah. I, was, I was listening to that I was, <laughs> I was just looking at my Valentine's card I was just trying to say I was just going to say we won't be <laughs> right we won't be um, no that's fine right. Greg, just, just, just I, I, when you say B-roll, the way you say it, it sounds like it's one of the members from a Cypress Hill and Fat Boys tribute band. Anyway, I just wanted to say, Shutstock are fucking cunts. Well, they were. Don't say that. Well, they appear to be. If you're trying they, to get in with them. Yeah, I don't, well, I don't know. I don't know what you're to it. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm trying to sign up with Getty Images as well, because you, yeah, you got, you, I think you've got to use anything that hasn't been accepted on Shutstock. I'm going to send to uh, Getty and see if that gets, you know what I mean? Yeah, when you've got, let's say, uh, use as many of these fucking things as you can. No, that's the thing. But the, but the thing is, because of the stuff that has got accepted, is actually that it's now appeared on the site. I've looked it up, and they are actually there for money. So the four clips that I've done are there for £100, 100, pound, 130 quid each for a, for a 10 second clip. You know what I mean? So the potential is there. I've just got to get loads of decent clips up, up there. So for the full 4K video, it's cheaper. For, so for HD, it's like 60 quid. For whatever, but no one's gonna be doing HD or lower than that. So four, yeah, as I say, four K, it's one hundred and thirty quid per clip. So, but I've only got four up there at the moment. But they're not accepting any of my fucking clips now. That's the annoying thing, huh? And no penetration. <laughs> oh. I thought they were interested. Damn it! All right. It's got potential. It's got potential. It's got potential. Oh, was that not a skit? That was a real thing. Well, that was a true story about. You weren't doing a bit. Well, I don't know why you're saying that because you know you were present while I was talking about this the first time. But yeah, oh, you were doing a bit. Yeah, I was doing a fucking bit. I was going to guys. Oh, anyway, I was asking you about your week. I was genuinely interested. I want you to tell me what you're actually doing. And like, like yeah, let's and, get back and to I was basics. Like, tell me what I was actually doing. Let's get back to the funnies. Uh, so that's what I've been doing. So I've been. Seriously, Greg. 
Great, seriously, don't be like that, because when we asked you what you've been doing this week, we were seriously interested, and then you spoke. You didn't ask me, I asked myself, yeah. I said, oh you, oh, you asked me, oh, what have I been doing? And then, yeah, that's how we got into that bit. I, I forced it by asking you guys, I was hoping you might ask me what I've been doing. <laughs> but, you know. Conversational rapist. Anyway, so I'll, but at least I've been busy anyway. What I'm saying is that it's given me focus, pardon the pun. But to, to really crack on with the photography, it's good for I was me- anyway. Good for your mental health. Yeah, it's good for my mental health. I was doing I was doing drone stuff anyway, but now I've sort of got purpose and sort of because you can look up the stuff that they want, like healthy living stuff. So I tried to do some shots of me jogging, like some tracking shots where I set the drone up to follow me by itself, and me jogging through a park and that man jogging in park, blah blah blah. So, that, but uh, that wasn't accepted because it was lower quality because the tracking thing uses lower quality. Like, yeah, I won't bore you with that, but. Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking into doing yeah proper proper stock stuff and looking up what they actually they're looking for and get as much out there as I can. As I say, I bought a little pocket uh, a handheld like decent uh, gimbal camera as well. Also by DJI. I'm, it sounds I sound like a DJI show now as well, don't I? Uh, yeah. For, for someone for someone with no filter, that sort of lends itself to saying, "Why don't you shut her up?" <laughs> Whoa, fantastic! <laughs> you got a few in there. One little. Yeah, so so yeah, I've been busy doing that, and hopefully, yeah, hopefully, I'll get some money, and hopefully, that'll, it'll get more interesting for people to listen to when I start talking about it. I think they'll be more interested when I actually make money, and I'll just go, "I got some money." I think people would be more interested if we did like a drone podcast, call it drone photography or something like that. Yeah, or drone weekly call it or droning on. drone chat, droning, droning on. on. <laughs> good one, actually. Yes, uh, I'm, I might use droning that on. That is actually a good. That's, one. that's quite good for them for my website. For the why does Jordan my, Peterson yeah. need twelve more rules? If he wrote a book called 12 Rules for Life, and now he's written another book called 12 More Rules for Life, weren't the first 12 enough? He wants to sell, he wants to sell enough more books. Yeah. Uh, a little uh, callback to last week. You know, he said Little Uzi Vert had his forehead uh, pierced with a $24 million uh, diamond. Yeah, he was actually not- on the... Um, Fat Joe podcast this ah. week, and he explained why he had it done. So he doesn't lose and- it? Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Well, why wouldn't you do that? Someone. Well, because well, if you go on tour, uh, someone could just rip, rip it out. It out exactly. It's, it's 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 it goes completely the other way, doesn't it? It's like there, everyone knows where it is. It's like, oh, well, I wonder where he's hiding that. Thing. Well, it's not in his pocket. It's like there it is. Can't rip it off his fucking head. Yeah. And then he's bleeding. Not only has he lost his ring, but he's also got a scar. He's scarred for life as well. Silly cunt. Anyone fancy doing an improv with me? Just put it on his belly. The other, the other most famous person with a, a jewel in his forehead is Vision, isn't it? And he got killed in um, that film they made about. Um, oh, you can't. Oh, you can't remember what it was called. Yeah. Oh, oh, you don't know. You don't know the name of the film, Johnny. You're too, too cool to remember it. Avengers, oh, weird. Avengers. Are you bigger than the film? Last chance was it called? Yeah. Anyway, Chris, please. Continue. You look like Thanos when you lean forward with your big head there, Chris. Uh, I was just going to say. Um, what about still riffing on the drone? Drones for you? Anything that they use for phones? <laughs> oh, yeah, good point. Drones for you is better. Drones for you, definitely. Car drone warehouse. Shit, I'm, I'm go daddy in drones for you tomorrow. Drones for you. Don't drone on. Drones for you. He got yeah, caught no. with his drones down. What? What the fuck is that? How's that like, you fucking... Anyway, disgusting. anyone fancy doing an improv with me now? Oh, Who's a volunteer? Bag of drones. Bones, bag of drones. No, drones for you. Drones for you is better because droning on does make it sound like I'm boring. You know what I mean? And they'll be like, oh, it does. It does. I'm not going to sleep, yeah, because it is boring. It explains it. Yeah, well, drones for you isn't. So fuck you, Johnny. But fuck Chris. Chris wins. Chris wins. London's number one pun. Or shaving drone. 
doesn't work, does it? No, it's yeah, all right. Quit while you head. Quit while you head, Chris. Any more? Or <laughs> shall we move on to this improv? Oh, God. Okay, so let's... Hello, <laughs> <sweet>. <laughs> I think they got. I think they're going to keep coming up with puns. If it... Oh, yeah. Cool. I'd imagine. Can't droney, wait. Droney, droney, droney. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, baby. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah baby. Love it, baby. I love it, baby. Yeah, baby. Drony Montana. I love it, baby. And then, and then my picture. And then I've got a picture of me with a drone. I'm holding a drone and like a bag of coke and so I need a white suit on. Well, you need, yeah, you need, yeah. Or if you lived in Montana, or if you were following around Miley Cyrus with your drone. What? So let's do the uh, <laughs> first improv of the what? evening. And this improv is for, uh, I think Johnny and. Chris can do this improv. Yeah. With, is this, is this, who signs it anyway? Because choosing yeah. who does it. That's good. Like Clive Anderson. With no interference <laughs> from me or Greg. Barry Anderson. And the improv is an old man gets a new carer and he catches him snooping around his house uh, but the old man is not all he seems. Who wants to play the old man? So, yeah. So, one of you will be the carer and one of you will be the old man. So, who's who? What are one of it's gonna be? Well, one of you's gonna play the old man. I'll be the old man. He can be an old man. Right, and you're the carer, Chris. So this, I'll set the scene. Chris, you're in um, his bedroom, rifling through his jaws. Old man Johnny yeah. comes in behind you and catches you. Uh, uh, what's your name's gonna be? So when you say draws, he's not uh, sexually assaulting me, no? No. Not yet. Not yet, no. All right. Fingers uh, crossed. So, okay, let's do it. Begin scene. My name's Ongolo. Ongolo. And your name's Johnny. I'm Dave. Makes it I'm Dave. Dave, Dave, okay. Dave, Dave, Dave Ongolo. Begin scene. Side table. Uh, I just got this change from the bottom. Uh, of the third yeah. one. 
ends. Leave the medal. Leave the medals. Just N get NC. Inside, on the side. You can get it. Yeah. NC. Good improv, guys. That was pretty cool. Worked with not Thank a lot of, not a lot of uh, meat there on that bone, but you certainly managed to scrape off whatever meat was on that bone I gave you. You should be proud of yourself. Don't yep. don't be down. Really, I'm a bit. I feel a bit ashamed of dirt inside. Well, that'll be um, that'll be on Golo that's left a little bit in there. Or oh, on Bongo, as I call him. It's been a long time since I've worn on on Golo. It sounds like an undercover, like like an undercover cop who. That's what they say. They go like, it's been a long time since I've worn that person with that <laughs> worn on Go on Golo. It's like a character I didn't want to go back into. <laughs> so I didn't want to have to climb back inside. On Bongo. Anyone seen Grand Design? Before, before, before we get the next round of drinks in, if we we're going to drag it back to that silly premise, did any of you read this week about Kevin Hart's personal shopper? What? No, no. <laughs> Where did you read about this, first of all? Huh? Where did you read about this? Kevin Hart's personal shopper. Johnny, which Kevin Hart is it? The newsreader? No, the uh, comedian. Oh, right, okay. Comedian. The little fella. Oh, not the newsreader, Kevin Hart. The little fella. The little Irish African fella. The little Irish African fella. He's taken his, uh, or his personal shop has been arrested because he stole uh, £1.2 million from him using his own credit cards and he was buying everything from uh, art pieces to expensive clothes and all that. And then the reason he got caught is not because uh, they saw in accounts, it's because he was posting all the pictures to Instagram. Oh, right. So that's similar wow. to, that's similar to, but on a slightly smaller, well, that wasn't actually, well, he did about, I don't think he did a similar amount, I think, or was it 200,000 or something like that? A football player, weren't there? There's some like uh, fan driver um, what football, football? It was in fucking, it was in the Star or Sun or whatever. Done the, done the same thing. Got, got, got hold of his card. Got hold of this player's card. I can't remember who he played for. Was it City or fucking Tottenham? Or was it low? Uh, someone, someone in the Premiership. Anyway, I'll have to look at. It, I don't know. Similar thing though. Basically, rinsed him has just been spending his card fucking everywhere. Like, well, uh, what I mean, like he obviously had the credit. He had the use of his of the credit card to buy stuff for Kevin Hart. But it's the grassing yourself up on social media thing. I feel, obviously, there was the uh, storming of the Capitol building in America. But it's and then there was someone they were saying in a, in a, was it on Diesel and Miro they were saying these people on this party bus um, in New York they start they got pulled over by the police and found with like an arsenal of over thirty like automatic weapons and they were like well how the hell did they find that. And it's because they were putting it live on Instagram, and the police just saw it on Instagram and pulled this bus over. What, all, all paid for by Kevin Hart? <laughs> no, no, this is a separate story. What, the oh, news? Man. Kevin Hart, the newsreader? <laughs> Kevin Hart, the newsreader? All paid for by Kevin Hart, the newsreader? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guns and yeah, ammo. Why, why do people feel so... Last orders, please. Put all their crimes... Because it's like the old joke of rappers like dry snitching themselves in songs and people have been arrested for that. But now normal people just film themselves committing a crime and then when they get arrested, they're all like, oh, I didn't mean it, how did I get done? It's just a bit strange, I think. I know, it's retarded. It's almost like us recording this podcast. It's a fucking crime against humanity. Yeah. 
There's a lot of dry snitching on this as well, because no one could actually get through it. It's like it's much more obvious when someone does a little video of themselves and sticks it on Instagram or whatever. But with the podcast, we can get away with all sorts of stuff because no one will actually yeah, listen yeah. to it. It's good. We muddy the waters. Yeah, but and anyone who does listen to it won't grass us up, hopefully. I would have thought. I don't know. Well, we know there's only three people that listen to it, so if someone we do get grassed <laughs> up, we're going to knock you. Yeah. And we're four, there's only three people listen to this podcast, and we're four of them. Yeah. And one of us doesn't listen to it. What are the figures like, Barry? About 20 listeners a week. Brilliant. Yeah. I mean... That's not bad, that's not bad at lockdown. I mean, no one knows about it. A lot it, of people though. are saying it's getting... A lot of people say it's getting better because it's getting more flat as it goes along. Like all the energy's gone from it, and they they prefer that. <laughs> I think they probably do because uh, you get like little quiet bits here and there. And it's they just... like the quietness, like the mellow, so they can mellow out and chill. I think I like the sound effects. Yeah. Like if you could put sound effects at this point, if you know what point this. Oh, is, I actually, I want to talk about, about, about that. We can talk about this on the podcast. Just pod- put half an hour of sound effects in, like wee <laughs> Yeah, there's something <laughs> else I've had. There's something else I've had to do this week as well. So obviously, yes, like last week, I was trying to edit the, the podcast. I got halfway through, so at the beginning of it, I put some sound effects in. This is probably stuff to talk about after, though, or is this good no, podcast? No, this is what I want to talk about. It's what we do, like, I mean, it's relevant to the about, podcast. Oh, I suppose it is, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's, and it's talking about fucking email. Like, it's like, you know my angry emails I sent about fucking getting rugs and all that shit? Well, let these so two be this. the judge. Ask, not me, because I've heard the story. Yeah, so you're telling well, these two, not me. Yeah, yeah, so. I don't know. Bang. Sh- shoot. Well, whatever like so basically so the, the, the sound effects you get for, uh, that free was the YouTube the downloader that you suggested Johnny Airy right uh, but it's through Eltima software um, they're the people who actually send it out Eltima E-L-T-I-M-A anyway they're based in America um, it worked to begin with it was working obviously so I've, I've got all this any bit of music and everything I, I want I've got um, but like up last week I can't remember what point it got to in some podcast but then you'll notice that yeah the, the sound effects went because I wanted to get like wrestling stuff and when you're talking about the wrestling bit and what, um, but I couldn't and I, I, but I managed to use the music that we'd obviously used the previous week so the stuff I downloaded the previous week I've still got so I can still use all that shit and all my sound effects I downloaded like BBC sound effects or whatever and like crap Warner Brothers stuff but they're a pain in the ass to look for it's much easier just to go right type whatever thing whilst, whilst you're editing go right type in the sound effect and then load it in straight away, but it's just stopped fucking working. And I've paid 20 quid for it, so I was, I've emailed them saying, oh, blah, 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 it's not working. They got back to me saying, okay, message received, we'll get back to you in 24 hours. They haven't at all, because I've been fucking around doing all the drone stuff. I didn't bother, I was like, oh shit, podcast tonight, need to get it sorted. So then I've looked, they haven't, it still doesn't work, so I was like, right, okay, emailed them again, saying blah, blah, blah. They've got back to me saying, oh, we will definitely get back to you, like, yeah, yeah, because I've, I've said, I'm going to take to Twitter bemoaning their shit customer service and blah, 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 like, one of my special, I won't bother reading the email out, but, yeah, because I want the sound effects. If I ever have a customer complaint again, I am going to, you could, you could get a job of doing writing customer complaints to people, because when you write them, it makes me want to give you money, even though I haven't done anything wrong, <laughs> and I'm happy to do with the company. <laughs> Can I have a quick... Yeah. Um, can I just go around the table quick and just see who thinks Prince... Well, I was just going to say, before, before oh, okay. we do that, Barry, uh, we did have an email in um, about the podcast last week um, from Concerned from, from Devonshire, and it said, uh, I'm no PC policeman from Cancel Culture, but after listening to last week's episode, I thought it was outrageous that Greg mocked the one-off of Grange Hill. She may not have been very funny, but she opened doors for a lot of other comedians. Ironic, really. You would imagine they would have opened it for her. 
in her condition. I, I didn't mock her. I, did, I just said she wasn't very good. I didn't think her material was as good as Rosie Jones. That's that's what I that's I didn't. Yeah, I hope that no one took that the, the wrong way. Can we just go around the table? No, she was just another just another shit comedian. That's all she is. Yeah, just another shit comedian. It's got nothing to do with disability. Trying to make a sentence, and I want to make you to have a row. One thing I wanted to ask you, Greg, because I know you don't watch the news or, or any of you. Did you watch um, Boris's Johnson's jokes this week? No. When, no. He, when he was going out, he was going out in the field um, to look at how the NHS are working, and as he was putting on his gloves, he fumbled and went, "Oh, look at me! I'm just like O.J. Simpson." Really? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh wow! Is that actually real? Yeah, that is 100% real. <laughs> but yeah, everyone... He took his jacket off and it looked like he had tits with erect nipples. And then he was elbow bumping everyone inside when he wasn't squatting as he was cleaning a chair as Britain's greatest clown. But he did say, and it's on camera and you can see it, oh, look, I'm just like O.J. Simpson. <laughs> it's quite funny. Not you, Donald Trump. We've got uh, Boris. Gives me confidence. And England is, and the UK is Nicole... Uh, what's her face? Kardashian. Oh, no, Nicole Brown. Damn, that would have been so. Oh, you got it. Nicole Brown. Well done. That's a good one. Because, um, do you want to explain and, that? And, and, and the boyfriend, of course, who everyone forgets about, and so have I. I've forgotten his Rodriguez. name, but poor, bless him. Let's pop in to. Oh, what I was going to say was let's have. Because, oh, that's really weird. Because I, I sometimes remember what I'm going to say, but I get interrupted so much I forget what I was going to say, but I have actually remembered. Uh, let's just have a little. Oh, you're going to interrupt me again. That's really out of order. Uh, let's have a little run round. Who thinks this time next week Prince Philip will still be alive? I think he will be dead. <laughs> Chris, alive or dead, Prince Philip this time next week? Oh, you, you're muted, Chris. Chris uh, unmute yourself, Chris. Unmute let's yourself. go Chris. To, to. Unless he uh, manages to come back to life, I think he will continue to be dead. <laughs> oh, I see. He's, he's already dead. dead. Nice. Nice. I, I think he's just going to shed his foreskin and come back as Noel Edmonds. I think I think uh, I think he's he's been around. I thought it was only a matter of time. I've just been thinking before. I didn't even know he was ill, right? Until you said about he said today. I need to hear. I go. What are you listening to? He goes. I need to hear about Prince Philip and that. I think he's, you listen to LBC. Or I something. was crying. Goes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you had tears in your eyes. <laughs> like I need to. I need to know about Prince Philip. I was like, oh right, okay. Because I was just thinking recently. Well, the Queen's fucking. Old, they're both fucking old. Like they're the same age as the Queen Mother was. When she <laughs> they are both fucking the old. They're fucking each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't, the old they're both do you like that one Johnny old. there was no need for I loved it uh, yeah so I, I was thinking surely he's going to cark it soon the, uh, the Duke of Edinburgh at least because he's a bit older isn't he how, what's, how old is he he's 98 or something isn't he 60 he's he's huh? 60 he's 90 he's 90 odd. He's, he's late 90s I think he's so he's, he's had a, he's had a good one he's, I'm a sprightly 60 He's closing in on on a, on a ton, so I'll, I think I'll he's do right. my I'll, I'll throw my Prince Philip sketch. Oh God! Oh God! <clears throat> I was going to say, well, oh, you're going to do a sketch? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Prince, Prince Philip improv. Of what it must be like in the hospital now when he's being nursed. What he's talking, saying to the nurses. More of a scat, probably. So, if any of you guys want to play doctors or nurses, feel free. Yeah, if, it's, if it I'll seems be, good enough, I'll jump in. I'll be Prince Philip in the hospital bed, just laying there in the bed. If it seems oh, worthy of one's talent. Oh, look at Indian. Oh, oh sorry, mate. Oh. oh, my cock. What? What was that? Sorry. What was that? What, what are, you, are you playing a part there? Are you doing a bit? Are you playing a part? Not a bit. I mean, are you playing a part in this? Doing a bit part? Yeah, so anyway, I don't, I'm not sure what that was, but I'm Prince Philip in the bed, 
and you guys can play doctors or visitors okay. or whoever you want to play. So I'll be Prince Philip and begin scene. Where is everyone in this hospital? I walked in here. I'm not that ill. I actually walked through the doors. I'm still okay. I... Need to just How old any partner? I'm a racial stereotype. Uh, I was going to do an Asian. I was just going to. I was about to do an Asian doctor. Well, who are you uh, two? Uh, just walked in. I was like, uh, I'm not going to. Do... Oh no, it's two guys. They're, they're the specialist doctors. My name okay. is Stan. Hi, man. My name's Doctor Stan. Pleased to meet you. This is. Where I'll keep my stethoscope up my ass. There you go. Oh, just pop that on. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Doug Russ of ER. NC. To, uh, That's enough of that. It's not uh, because you did that though. It did remind me that we need to do this week's episode of Slice <laughs> of Life. <laughs> See, that's the soundtrack. I've got that soundtrack uh, still, the jazz version. Wait a minute, I've got a good, I've got a good cut. I've got a good um, bit for that. <laughs> Sorry, the slice of life. Because I, while you were talking, I looked at Slice of Life in Afrikaans. <laughs> All right. Um, sorry. Why are you looking that up? Because oh, I was going to say, we were talking about Prince Philip and the Queen and that. Do you know, it's like uh, Major Tom. Um, Is he still about? Yeah. Yeah. There's trolling going on. Yeah. Begging for attention for her 15 minutes of fame, saying that loads of people said nasty things <coughs> about him. And then I thought, well, she's a <laughs> You what? Sorry. Amy She's Tom's what? Daughter, Colonel Tom. Yes, I know that bit. You didn't get the punchline. The punchline. Celebrity rally driver. She was saying everyone's trolling him, and she couldn't. She couldn't tell him. And then she said, when he met the Queen, she thought they're t- they're twin souls, and I thought they're not because he died. So he's obviously not a lizard person. Oh right. He? Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I thought I thought you were saying something else. Yeah. Anyway, that's enough to annoy. I'm not. We're not mocking Tom, right? That's the thing. What annoyed me was what. That's the thing, right? What annoyed me, right? The thing that annoyed me is about all this. So they're talking about trolling and everything, and that is out of order. But the reason for the trolling, and because we could be considered that as well, because like, it sounds like we were trolling a little bit, but it wasn't. It wasn't trolling Tom, because I love Tom. I love little old men like that. <laughs> they're they're great. Yeah, like, no, you didn't send it to him, but. No, have, what, you got an, have you got a sound effect that goes triggered and just put it on before you speak? Well, no, 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 no,
No, that's the problem. Yeah. This, like you say, the hard part. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what, that's similar to, like, Piers Morgan complaining about trolls is like the Wall Street people complaining about um, people buying the GameStop. Uh, yeah, yeah, shares. Yeah. Also, I also think it's a bit like people who used to sell sandwich bags moaning that they're selling... <laughs> You know, three times more nowadays, but people are using it to pick up dog dirt. You know, it's like, it is what it is. <laughs> they are good you know, for that, though. Don't yeah. fucking do it. Don't produce it if you don't want dog dirt in there. <laughs> you know? um, yeah. I also think, I was looking, oh, I'm shouting. Um, I also think Captain Tom, he looks like, when I was seeing him show, I know this sounds like trolling, but it's, it's just an old man. It's okay. Any old man. But he looks like he's been shedded. Like someone shedded him and walked away really well. Like they just leant up against him, shedding their skin. They probably they thought he's walking around his garden, but he's just shedding. And then after three weeks, this person comes out all a bit limp and um, gelatinous and then slopes up. Putting medals on him and knighted him in the garden. Yes, I, I did think that he was just wandering around the garden and his daughter's like the equivalent of Don King in Mike Tyson had dementia. Yeah, stick a pedometer on him. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like that joke people have an epileptic flits and you throw in the washing, that really yeah. distasteful joke. It's the same it's the basically the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Epileptic epileptic flicks sounds like one of the worst porno films ever. And that's the sort of thing that <laughs> trolls say. <laughs> but not us. Send me some links. The worst porno I saw was Stucky Lever. And do you know what that's Africans for? It's Africans for slice of life. Oh, right. Oh, there we go. Okay. Stucky Lever. So this week's, this week's episode of Slice of Life oh, no. is Darren goes to get his hair cut. Um, Stan comes into the barber's. And starts talking. Darren makes a new friend, the guy in the chair next to him. Stan starts embarrassing everyone by telling them what his favourite pornography is in the hairdressers. Because this is an after dark slice of life episode. <laughs> like one of those Hollyoaks lates ones, Hollyoaks nights. Where everyone gets raped. So, so it starts with me as Darren sat in the hairdresser's chair. Um, we were holding back when it was just a dildo hanging out of his ass. <laughs> Chris will be cutting my hair. Uh, Johnny will be playing the man in the chair next to me, uh, waiting for a haircut, who starts talking to me. And Stan will be playing, Greg will be playing the classic Stan, who comes in and starts telling everybody about his favourite pornography and his favourite recommendations. And it may be embarrassing. Just seconds, I just got to grab something. Embarrasses da- Darren. I'm sorry. I think he's going to have a wank. <laughs> Oh, yeah, lovely. Is that nice, Darren? You know, the ears are such a personal part of the head, aren't they? And you don't mind me stroking them while I cut your hair, do you? That's, that's fine if that's something you need to do while you cut my hair. That's fine. It helps me get dimensions. Yeah, that's fine. Really nice. Can you do my um, beard as well, please? I need that chopped up a little bit, shaped up. Oh, no problem, no problem. Do you mind if I, you don't mind me just, because I, I need to flip, flatten the hair. Normally I'd have a spray thing for the hair, head hair, 
but just for the face, I just like to use my tongue. You don't mind that, do you? Just don't mind. What, licking my face? Yeah, just look, no, not your face, you pervert. You are one, you're like your dad. No, I'm meaning your, just your beard. Yep, yeah, sure, if that's what you got to do. That, if that's, yeah, please. Oh, I'll just lick, I'm just going to lick your moustache to start with. <laughs> that's not, is, is that no lunch? Dildo song. Uh, uh, yeah, da Darren, yeah, Stan, my dildo dad, he wears a dildo out of his ass. Yeah. yeah. That's my dad, yeah, Stan. I'm Darren, yeah. Hi, how are you? I'm waiting to have my haircut. I couldn't have my haircut. I do apologise. I couldn't. I was just waiting to have my haircut and I just overheard and I just couldn't believe it's no lunch. No, that's fine. Oh, look, you've got exactly the same door as the one at the shop. You know, when it was in that shop the other week, it's exactly the same door. Makes exactly the same noise. You've come to. Son, nice to see you, Licky Pete. I've seen you come to Licky Pete's, he always licks your face when he's doing your beard. That's why they call him Licky Pete. Hence the name, Licky Pete's. <laughs> so I've seen you've come to Licky Pete's, son. Yeah, we get that. <laughs> that was very good. Very proud. Yes, Dad. I listen to you. I'm at Licky Pete's. <laughs> so what are you doing? What are you getting your beard? Oh, he's doing your beard now. He does a good beard. You, you want him to lick Whoa, it? Well, calm down, Dad. You're really excited. You want him to lick it? Look what I'm wearing in my ass today. Oh, I love the colour, Dad. <laughs> It's it's a bigger than a, it's bigger than the one I had before, but it's not actually a dildo. Oh, you, you're stretching out, Dad. It's not actually a dildo. It's got it's got a blade on the end. I'm trying something new. Dad, this guy reckons he knows you. Huh? Oh, he yeah, does. Yeah. Me I mean, it'd be Steve. It's me. It'd be Steve. I never get the haircut. I've been waiting. It, it, is that an inflatable? One? Oh, sorry, I didn't say hello. You're right, hippie Steve. The guy in the, the chair next to my son. In the other chair. Yeah. Darren. Yeah. And, and and obviously Licky Pete. How are you doing, mate? Look at me. Just gonna do his bikini line. I'll do your bikini line. Oh yeah, do. You want to lick? I tell you what, you want Pete to lick your bikini line. That's that's honestly. You don't want the spray thing. You want? Yeah. It's all a bit uh, too sexual, this barbers. Oh no, it's not. So you need to relax, son. I mean, I thought you were a gay man anyway. Yeah, but I'm not really into. I suppose it doesn't mean you necessarily want Pete to lick your bikini line just because you're a gay man. But I mean, Pete, keep hey, I'm not gay. No, no, you're not, Pete. That's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, neither am I. I'm just going method, like I said. I just like things up my ass. Uh, fella, you I've went. Got, I've only got long hair because I've been waiting so long. Exactly. Well, no, one cares what you, no one cares what you shove up your ass around here, son. And, well, exactly. It's, if, anyway, it's got a blade on it. I was trying to tell you, it's this weird thing. It's not like. It's quite a dull blade. It's not like sharp, but it's pointy. And uh, anyway, I'm Stan, trying something new. Like a... Stan, you're like a it's weird. I got it from this Japanese place online, and it's yeah. And I don't know, but it's it's working wonders. I can sit down with it. I can sit down with it. It's not like the uh, the other dildo thing. Yeah, that's, that's one thing we've always said about dildo, isn't it? He's got cutting wit. Well, that's uh, not, I don't think they've always said that. Dad, no, put, yeah, Dad, Pete, this is... No, they said you've got a dildo up your ass. Oh, yeah, that, that's, that's more like it. This is like being in some weird dream world, guys. It's like some oh, weird sorry. dreamscape. It doesn't seem like real. I, I don't want to let Peter put Pete off the... Anyway, I just came to give you your lunch again, <laughs> Darren. Um, you forgot your lunch again, you silly blighter. Beggar. Dad, why are you holding my lunchbox with your penis in it? Huh? What? Oh, oh, oh sorry. I, I was just... This is surreal, guys. Oh, yeah, maybe... I don't know. <laughs> Saucy son. Wake up, son. Why are you, Wake up, why are you son? taking your clothes off? Wake up, son. Well, Wake up, son. It's time for tea. It's time for tea. 
Son, wake up! It's time for dinner! That's it's, time for, it's time, time <laughs> for dinner! And that was this week's episode it's of Slice of Life. Slice of Life! Oh, God. <laughs> what I, just, I just thought we were coming into ourselves then. <laughs> well, we have got another improv coming up, and that's our big Game of Thrones improv to finish this week. But first, a fact the UK doesn't have fire hydrants because the UK doesn't have fires. After the Great Fire of London in 1666, <laughs> fires were made illegal by Act of Parliament, and thus the need for hydrants was removed. We tend not to have fires in the UK, so we don't have the need for them. <laughs> Fact. Nah, the, the, you should cut this out. The Grenfell fire, fire thing's still quite. Um, well, well, I wasn't going to bring yeah. that up at all because oh, there's I've been loads of that. fires that have. Yeah, yeah. We'll fires will always happen. I think there was probably some other fires. Oh, does that mean that people... you can't joke about anything? That you can't. You can't. You make can't. Any you can't loose joke about uh, any loose. You can't make joke, jokes about. Oh, right, yeah. You can't do jokes about the Titanic either. Oh no! Well, no. At what point can you do jokes? Oh no! To be fair, it's a bit like nine nine eleven. Is just is there's so many jokes about nine eleven now. Like at what point? That's an interesting point actually. At what point? Because it's very like yeah, they make jokes about nine eleven all the time now. There's still loads. Of, there's still loads of towers that haven't been sorted out, and the people the people that were affected by the they're still alive from the Grenfell Tower. Yeah, yeah. Been rehomed. Right. Gives a shit about poor I'm not saying about that. No. The thing is, um, Johnny, that joke really. If you understand that joke you'll see it's not really about fires at all it's no, about what's it's, true and what isn't and yeah. internet facts yeah, yeah, yeah but you wanted to bring that up i wasn't going to bring it yeah up, that's, so. it's, a bit, it's a bit like the joke we made about the, the, the tower clock in aylesbury like in that stupid video we did we go like yeah. before the people in aylesbury didn't know how to tell the time oh you could still say yeah. it. it's just the right. sundial thing yeah, yeah well no yeah. Um, it's good it was good times People, there's only twenty listeners, and they haven't yeah, watched. No. So they don't watch our thing. I'm just explaining because not like Johnny Sorry. saying pickled onion egg thing. Just... Uh, have you watched this, the the thingy Midnight Gospel on Netflix, Chris? Yes. Yeah, yes, it's quality. Yes. Yeah, did we talk about that before? Have you seen a film, Chris, called Journeys? No, we, no, we don't know. Yeah, but it's, it's good. So anyone, anyone listening, the Adult Adventure Time, basically. There's a film. I think it's called yes, yes. Journeys to the Edge of Consciousness. And it's like animated with Alan Watts and some other people chatting breeze on it, but it looks quite good. Um, I'll send you. I think it's on Amazon Prime. You might like that if you like the Midnight Gospel that kind of stuff. Please sign and return the attached WBE and tax form so that we can complete your tax interview. You can attach a scan or image of your okay. sign. I have. I did that. I did. I, I did uh, Let's jump in with a bit of fun anyway. now. So we'll do a army improv of. Uh, we're a military crew on a desolate space planet looking for an escaped alien. That's the starting off. That's right, you heard me load this gun. Yeah, I am good with guns. And yeah, I am a marine, so what? A space marine. I've also been a family man in my time. What's your name, son? Oh, sorry, I thought we were all together. I thought, we knew, I thought we knew. I thought we did. All right, we didn't know. But me. we've been. Oh yeah. Together. The rest of the platoon got killed, but you haven't met me yet. Yeah. So, oh, my name's Hicks. Hicks, yeah. Um. Hickson. <laughs> no, Hicks. Hicks. On. On. Yeah. You good with the gun, Hicks? On. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm awesome. I know, I know. I know my guns. And you're not scared. I've got this is an M40. This is an M43 pulse rifle, similar to the one in Aliens, but it's actually better. Nice. It's actually better. Like the colour, like the width. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. What you, about my gun? Yak, 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 yak. You two. What's your names? Bono and the Edge. <laughs> Zing. You two. What's... 
My name is Lieutenant Edge. This is my penis. There are many like it, but this one is mine. Um, my name's Sergeant Mammoth. Willie Mammoth. <laughs> you ready for this mission, boys? Always. It's what I train for, boy. Let's do this. You guys don't sound scared enough. You don't know what we're dealing with out there. I'm, well, I'm just, I'm pretty green. I'm a rookie. I haven't seen combat before. Even though I've seen the rest of the platoon killed, I'm, I'm still not scared for some reason. So, this you know. This boy's still got rock burns on his hand from boot camp. <laughs> I sure have. Like Willie Mammoth, <laughs> Willie Mammoth wilts at no man. So, I'm quite a quite confident chap. Can oh, that's, Willie, I'm go. glad you're confident, Willie. I'm always holding my gun. I'm still disappointed I just went with the name Edge. I could have come up with a better one. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, that was from the, the, off the back of the shit joke, you Edge. too. Because yeah, he goes, what's the name Where of you too? You ever jumped no. out of a plane before Edge? Edge is a cool name, that's Edgy. Never with a parachute. We're about to jump out with a parachute now, boys. All get your parachutes on. With an M43 pulse rifle. I think the name of the, the rifles in, in Aliens is M43. You got your spacesuits on? I've got a spacesuit on my parachute. Space parachute on! You got your spacesuits on, boys? You best put your space parachutes on. And you better wire up. And you I got... don't even know where I am. Look, these bugs are going to be here soon and we're going to have to deal with them. <laughs> so you've got, I've got my parachute on. I'll help you zip yours up. Let me just put your, my hand Oh, these are parachutes that take us into space, right? No, they're going to warp us down space to... Space parachute, sir. Hey, guys, do you remember that? Remember that old school, uh, like, archaic game from Earth? That game, Metal Gear Solid? And it's got that balloon thing where it takes you up into the air? It's like that. You know, space... I just want to... Space balloon. check, uh, 10-4, if I could do... If there's any way I can throw myself out of this improv... Yeah, yeah, no, see what... In one moment you can, because when these space parachutes get us down to space station zero two then we can start the round the table story time and then the improv because it wasn't yeah. very good yeah, we'll just cut there's something yeah. good that we can well, do, we do well, no, see, one, like, there's four of us right we can do a team yeah we can do thundercats right okay like because uh, there's characters there there's people there's, there's shit you can work around because there's, there's story like, like so much opportunity there actually that's good yeah, a team no, we said a team i said a team and thundercats right before like uh, yeah sergeant mammoth um, yeah, Willie Mammoth had, had 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 legs, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I, yeah, I, was, do, I, was, I wasn't happy with my character. Let's do the round the table story, so we can all get a bit of the action. Someone could be beware. Someone could be beware of my knackers. Someone could be howling Wolf Murdoch. Yes, exactly. See. Someone could be all over your face. Yeah. And then the other one can have a cigar. All up in your face. I'll be Boy George. Let's do the round the table story chat. So we each get a slice of the action. We each get a slice of showing off and showing what we can do and being the best we can be. So we're going to do that round the table story improv thing. Uh, who wants to begin the story? And you can, well, let's have a little quiet time. We'll have a think of an idea. Whoever thinks of an idea, that's how we'll start the story. Quiet time begin now. So we could just cut it now, can't we? And I can go off and quickly... I need a piss. Yeah. So if I go um, back... Here's the story. I woke up. I felt out of sorts. I don't know if it was the weather or something I ate. Just something where it's sitting right on my stomach. One of those days. It wasn't like a coldy, fluey thing. It was just a stomachy thing. Pulled the sheet back, sheets back on the bed. Both feet to the floor. What am I going to wear today? 
nothing been washed. Can't be bothered to any washing these days. I think I'll go downstairs, just have a cuppa, have something to eat. So I've got down to the bottom of the stairs, and because I'm a disgusting pig who doesn't, who doesn't ever wash, ever, I'm just one of them, like Fungus the Bogeyman. Like all, you know those old ladies you hear about like who live in the village who have like cat poo in drawers and stuff like that. I'm basically like one of them. So I got to the bottom of the stairs, I was like, oh, I know what I'll have, a bit of cat poo in the drawer. So I was nomming down on the cat poo when, when... The cat jumped out. I couldn't believe when. it. Look at her, look at her, prancing around, laughing at me, because I'm noshing down on what she's left for me. <laughs> yeah. So I took her through to the kitchen. Cats react differently to frogs to boiling water. You put a boiling water, you put a frog in some boiling water, the frog won't move until the water's boiling, and by then it's boiled and can't jump out. A cat, however, will suss what you're doing straight away. So I knew to get this cat boiled, I was going to have to at least play a little trick on it. Now, I watched a YouTube video about how a dog get a dog to have a bath by putting peanut butter along one side of the bath and then wash it whilst it's eating the peanut butter to distract it. So I've got some sardines, put them to the edge of the saucepan, put the boiling water in, put the cat in, bosh, started boiling the cat lovely. Before I knew it, the water had reached boiling point and the cat was beyond the point of no return. The skin started coming off wonderfully. So I plucked its head, Plucked its hair out of its head and I pulled it pulled its eyes out. And he thought, I've had this cat for ten years. And I can just be like this, just think nothing of it and boil it. I can do anything. I feel like a god. I can I can do anything I want. Do you know what? Today's a brand new day. I'm gonna go leave this house, walk these streets, and I'm just gonna talk to anyone. And just be me. Break down those walls. Break down, finally break those walls down and just be me and let myself be open. Grab my coat, I put my hat on and rushed out the front door. First person I saw was a young lady walking past. She looked like she was in quite a hurry. Excuse me, miss. I said, excuse me, miss. And I pulled out my knife and I stabbed her. I kept stabbing her because I realised, well, I had a, as I was walking out the door, I was like, well, I'm not really a god. I'm probably like more of a psychopath or a sociopath. Uh, so, yeah. If I could do that to a cat that I really love, that's like, I've known for 10 years, I could just like kill a human probably. So, first person I met, bang, just slammed a knife straight into her. And uh, yeah, uh, didn't think anything about it either. I mean, I thought less about it than I did the cat. Anyway, <clears throat> it was quite quick. And I was like, well, I took the knife with me. And I thought, well, uh, if I get rid of the, my, my clothes of that later, like burn everything, then uh, I could probably get away with this and just turn up later and go, oh, what's going on here? Someone stabbed someone on my doorstep. <laughs> what's the chances? Uh, and then, I don't know, and then I sat down and I thought, hmm, will I get away with that? So I threw the knife as far as I could. I waited for a second, then I heard, ah! I thought, this is one of the best days ever. And I, as I started to walk away from the horrific crime that I'd done, I noticed my jeans were sloshing because they were a bit wet. You know what denim's like when it's like that. And then I had a ring in my... The pocket started vibrating, and I thought, am I ejaculating over all these murders I've done? But no, it was an alert on my phone. 
apparently I'd matched with someone from Tinder. <laughs> Fantastic, I thought. At last, I've been swiping and swiping and swiping, and no one's ever picking on me. And then, but someone has. Someone's actually given me a second look. They've given me a a little nudge in the right direction. So I looked at them, and I wasn't too unhappy by what I saw. Just, you know. She just wasn't what I was expecting. She looked too much... She had that air of familiarity about her. You know, like the sort of girl next door, but without the prettiness. The the cashier at the co-op. You know, someone you see every day, but you don't see. She was nothing memorable. And I'm sure I wouldn't re- remember her after our date, because we did go on the date. In my head, we'd already gone on the date. But then I realised she looked quite familiar. <clears throat> it was the woman I'd just stabbed. So I thought, you know what, why not? I was sort of getting erect. I walked back up the road outside the house. She was lying there in a pool. What's happened? I saw some woman come across. What's happened? I don't know. I've just got home and found her like this. I was getting fully hard now. I have to admit, you could see the bulge in the pant trousers. I really hope the woman hadn't noticed. Oh my God, is she all right? I don't know. Phone an ambulance. Phone an ambulance now. Oh, I think she's died. I think she's dead. No, she'll be all right. I'll bring her back. I quickly unzipped my trousers. <clears throat> this woman didn't know CPR. I knew it. And I knew exactly what I could get away with. So, as the woman went to ring an ambulance, I shouted, Hey, I'll just drag her back into the house and try and give her mouth to mouth. And, you know, try and get her back to life. So, <laughs> so, so I dragged her back into the house. And I was like, Christ, she's still warm. And I stabbed her, she still looks quite... And I was like, oh, God, why did I stab her? That was, that was silly. I should, maybe I should have talked to her. Maybe I should have waited and the Tinder thing... Oh, that's right, because I'm a psychopath and I killed my cat. <laughs> oh, yeah, so I just started plowing away. I was like, whoop, knickers down, wang, she had amazing tits. And I was like, oh, they're still warm. <laughs> Everything's still warm. The banging on the windows reverberated through my head. Like I imagine the hunchback of Notre Dame. I scream back, it's not stolen valour. I just like dressing in army clothes. What? What I was doing was wrong. I should have turned her over and been a little more kind with the body. Oh, well, they will break in eventually, but they can't get me now, can they? And I inserted my... And I held her aloft like a plum from a fresh pie. I was so proud, I marched her around the house. But actually, this this nonsense had gone on long enough, and I really needed to start my day. So I <laughs> pulled my thumb out, dropped her limping course into the bath, and made a phone call. Yes, Daddy, it's happened again. Yes, yeah, complete, complete, yeah. Kill two, I think. Yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah, I need to be out here. Yeah, okay. Send the car. I walked back through to the bedroom. I put my my jacket on. My suit. My pants. Not in that order. That would be mad. I looked in the mirror. And I thought, right. Come on, Boris. You can do this. Question times here. And I walked out to the front of the house. Bang, 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 bang. Knock on the door. Oh, no. Who is it? Open up, please, sir. It's the police. 
Oh, this was too close. Uh, uh, and I was very, very nervous. Open up, please, sir. It's the police. Open the front door. Uh, sir, we believe there's been a murder outside of your house, as you can see from all the blood up your steps. M murder here? No. Yes, this woman, sir, she says you uh, dragged the corpse into the house. Who, me? I, I don't think so, no. There is a blood trail into the house, sir, and you are actually covered in blood. <clears throat> oh, yes, the lady outside the house. Yes, I was trying to help her. Give her mouth to mouth. Oh, were you, sir? Well, uh, do you mind coming with us down to the station for your questions? Well, first, no, please. She's upstairs. She's still okay. She's still alive. Oh, really, sir? Uh, Johnson, get upstairs quickly. They, they went upstairs. While they weren't looking, I made a break for it. Straight out the front door. Car was waiting. Jumped in. Uh, where to, sir? Just out of here, now. I knew once I was out of that location, I'd be home free. But I couldn't resist. That driver's neck looked too tempting. <laughs> so, so, uh, so, <laughs> I started kissing him on it. I was like, ooh, you like right, big fella? Just kept giving him little kisses. I was like, you're doing a good job. As, uh, uh, do, you know, do you know the knowledge? Because... We live in London, and I was like, and they've got to know the knowledge in London. Uh, I said, do you know the knowledge? And he's like, nah, I don't really know the knowledge. I was like, oh, hang on a minute. So uh, I stopped kissing his neck, <laughs> sat back down. I was like, well, this is a bit dodgy. He doesn't even know the knowledge. I was like, well, I don't know why I was getting so friendly with this guy. Uh, and, <laughs> and I thought, well, okay, right, shit, hang on. And then the, the, the doors just went, like that, all locked. And it, was all, and it all got suddenly sinister. And I was like, oh, shit, I should have over, overdone it there. I thought, you know, I thought it was just like an East End cabin. You thought it would be a bit of banter, you know, like, or a bit of, like, <laughs> kissing banter. <laughs> you know, kiss on the, friendly kiss on the neck. Anyway, uh, no, it, it all got really sinister. And he's like, where to? And I was like, I, was like, I, 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 told, I thought I told you where I was going. Where's he going again? No, it doesn't matter. Anyway, where to? And I was like, uh, uh. Instead of getting in that car and driving off, I'd gone to a snooker club. I haven't done anything. I'm playing snooker, I said, covered in blood. Get on the floor! I haven't done anything. Get on the floor! No! The end. I was shot. Okay. Newly married couple. 
Keith and Tina. Young lovers since school, known each other for 16 years. Got married, luckily, just before the pandemic. But now they were moving into their first house together. They'd been renting, but this was the first house they'd brought together. They knew each other pretty well, and they lived together pretty well. Bought together. Brought. No, bought. Oh, bought, sorry. Not, Thank if you. they brought, that means they took it with them somewhere. So they had a house, <laughs> they took it with them, like a caravan. Bought. Bought. Moved into the first house they bought together. <laughs> Chris was good around the house, good little tinkerer. He could do the wash dishes, washing up. He could fiddle with the electrics. He could also do... Thanks, mate, please. He fiddle with the electrics. <laughs> Thanks, mate, please. He fiddle said. with the electrics. He did a bit of plumbing. He was also always in his garage, putting up shells and doing bits and bobs. Tina had her nights out with the girls, and she also did her clubs in the week. She enjoyed them, but the thing they liked the most was snuggling on the telly, watching a bit of net- netty and chill. <laughs> On top of the telly. On the telly. Or sometimes eating ice cream together. They knew they'd put on a few pounds and they were a little bit out of shape. They'd hoped to work this off in the first lockdown. But nope, this lockdown was going to be different. Oh. (laughs) This lockdown, they're going to train. And what's his name? Keith and Tina. Keith, sorry, yeah. Uh, Keith goes, Tina, come on, we've put on a few pounds. You especially enough. I'm like, oh, you're getting a bit, come on, right, I'm going to take you up that mountain. You know we live near a mountain. That's why we moved here to uh, to Canada, uh, near the Rockies. Lake Mountain. Lake Mountain. That's why, we, that's why we moved to Lake Mountain. So, yeah, well, I think it's time we got out and, like, especially you got a bit running. Look, I'm not, that sounds bad. Like, I mean, I've, I've, put, I've put a few pounds on as well, but you've put more on than me. And I'm not as attracted to you as I was. Uh, before lockdown, if I'm honest. Uh, so we're going to get your fat ass up the mountain. Going to take you running. Keith and Tina. Sounds like teeth cleaner. Keith and Tina. Sounds like one person. Keith with a surname and Tina. But they weren't. They were two different people. But now they've grown apart. And they've grown bigger. So Keith had decided he was going to take Tina up a hill. Whether she liked it or not. Tina, get up the hill. Microphone, Tina. How many fucking times? Coming, she cried dutifully, uh, as she always did. Um, The thing about going walking in Canada versus walking in the Cotswolds where they used to live was that the wildlife was much more varied it was bigger it was more vicious there was cougars there was wolves there was bears so they didn't just have to worry about getting home and dodging the rain they had to worry about surviving the trail in the first place I'm really out of breath, Keith. Don't worry about it, Tina. We'll be fine. You sure you know the way back to the car? Yeah, of course I do, Tina. But it's getting dark. <laughs> Tina was worried. But Keith seemed really confident. He knew his way round here. He knew what he was doing. But Tina was getting scared. Oh, Keith. I think we should head back now. 
Don't worry, Tina. I know how to make a fire. I know how to survive out here. We've lived here for five years now. I know what I'm doing. I knew we should have stayed back in England. Look, Tina, we both made that decision. And that's the decision we come to. We'll be fine. I know the way back. Suddenly they heard a noise, a rustling in the bushes. What was that, Keith? I don't know, Tina. I think you should check it out. <laughs> Hello, I am the Bear King of the Rocky Mountains. I've lived here for many years. My father was the Bear King before me. Should Are you friend or foe? Should I eat thee? Said so, Tina. <laughs> what was the name again? Keith and Tina. Keith and Tina. Keith stepped up and was like, hey, look, the thing is with bears, Tina, you got to jump up and like be like big and like try and scare us. And Tina was like, sharp, he just said he's the bear king and he's come, he's talking, he's a talking bear, like he's, he's, he's friendly, let's just talk to him. My, uh, Pete, whatever his name is, what's his Keith. name? Keith. Keith. Keith says, sharp, Tina, I'm allowed to deal with this. Tina's like, no, look, he's just, he's a talking bear, like let's just, but basically Tina could understand the bear. But uh, Keith couldn't, so Tina could understand. Like, so she's like, right, he's the king of the bears and all that. Anyway, Keith's not getting it, and Keith's squaring up to hit the bear when. Sorry. Keith's squaring up to king. hit the. The bear king raised himself to his full height. It was almost eight feet. <laughs> Pretty bigger than that. Keith cowered. Keith cowered. He knew that he was beyond his uh, abilities. The Bear King had telepathic powers. He knew that Keith called Tina Tina because he was a lazy bastard. But he also knew that Tina responded by calling Keith a squashed fart because that's what his name sounded like. The Bear King looked down in judgment but with kindness. Keith's spider bifida made the bear king confused about whether to eat him or not, whilst Tina's plump frame seemed mm, just right. We could make pots of gravy from her for weeks, he said to his bear chums that were wrestling in the woods behind. Just their eyes just occluded by the, the leaves and bushes of the foliage. Right then, Tina it is. No, no, said Keith, as he wobbled over to her defence. <laughs> you cannot eat her, you cannot eat her, for she is my wife and I love her. The Bear King, although wise and in many ways as, as astute and articulate as um, many a man you'll ever see, and it was a hungry boy, so he decided. <laughs> he looked at Tina. He looked again at Keith. Tina, you're a strong woman, and I admire that. But Tina, this is your test to grow, be stronger than you've ever been. The Bear King looked back at T Keith. Tina, I'm going to slash Keith's legs, the back of his legs. Keith won't be able to walk, Tina. You need to leave these woods on your own. The next time you ever come back to these woods, Keith's head will be smushed into the floor. You can have some final words with Keith if you want, Tina. Suddenly tears started raining down <laughs> Tina's cheeks. 
She couldn't believe what the Bear King was saying. It was as though Keith was worthless to him, but it was like he was testing her. Inside, she realised she had wolves that had to come down, and she knew she had to talk to Keith for one last time. Tina, you have to go, said Keith. But Keith, I love you. You have to go and don't look back. Suddenly, the bear struck. Slash! The back of Keith's legs. He fell. Tina, run. Do not run, Tina. You have to stay to see Keith suffer. Then you can walk. Tina had the weird mix of emotions. Happiness and sadness. Well, this is everything I I wanted. The thing is, the bear understood her. And Keith didn't. And that was the thing. Keith had made her feel small and, and, and shamed her with her weight that morning where the bear understood her and appreciated her for who she was. And that's why Keith couldn't understand the bear, because the bear and Tina had a special bond. <coughs> so obviously the bear was going to fuck Keith up. <laughs> Keith said, Yo, I've got spina bifida already, man. Why are you going to fuck my legs up? Like, I'm pretty fucked up already. The bear says, I don't care. You disrespected Tina and she's a beautiful woman. And me and her are going to live together forever. After I've... Well, no. We're going to stay here for a bit. She's, I'm going to fuck you up, smush your head. She's going to come back to the woods, see you here, uh, and all that. But then after that, we're going to live together. Aren't we, Tina? Yes, said Tina. The bear's proud, erect manhood or bearhood, I should say, was as twisted <laughs> as, what was it there, Keith's <laughs> spine. <laughs> he stood up, erect, back arched, with his twisted curly-whirly-whirly cock standing in the sky. Before he could pounce on Tina with her legs display. He heard beep, 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 and looked up. Was that a drone? (laughs) Uh Aha. For as Keith got knocked to the ground earlier, that moment he (laughs) set off his drone army to come and rescue him. They'd encircled the camp whilst the bear was busy readying his manhood and Tina was getting slutty and they they'd there's like little lasers all on the the bear and that they came over they picked keith up like each of his brittle bones and his they pulled him up like on tenterhooks but in the truest sense dragging his his skin and flesh into the air I swear he looked stronger as he Glid, glided. <laughs> glid, I like glid. Which was just confused and transfixed. What he didn't know is that medication didn't really help Keith's spina bifida, but cannabis did. It helped the pain management. It helped him get through some pretty tough days. It also enabled him to suck a pipe in one go because he didn't want the smell escaping so he would go down and just token his pipe no smell got away the whole lot went in the mouth and he glided up to the bear and his gnarled manhood and he used those same skills well the bear was in, in, in I don't know what the bear is the bear's just stuck looking at these drones 
and it did one big tug and lasers everywhere every bear was dead through the next bear through the next they all just fell back Tina Keith she shouted at Keith hovering above her Tina Keith lower me down drones his drone army slowly lowered him to the floor let me free drones their arms released Keith as he lay down on the dusty wooded path and off they flew how did you do that Keith how did you know I know you love that bear, Tina, and you were seeing that bear. I've got videos, I've got pictures. I'm a tech expert, Tina. I know my tech. I get all the latest gadgets as soon as they come out from Curry's. I've got a DJI Mavic drone, and I've got a DJI Mavic camera. <laughs> I've also got an iPad and a Pocket Mac. Too. I've never seen any of this stuff, Keith. Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> it's secret tech, Tina. It means I can do stuff like this. I know I'm no good for you, Tina, and I can't hardly walk. But this is your challenge, <laughs> Tina. <laughs> I'm going to find a pivot and a bear's taken one. What challenge, Keith? You've got to drag me out of these woods and back to the car. That's what this was always about. You've got to drag me back to that car, Tina. You think you can do that? Are you man enough? And it turns out it was all a massive test. Because finally, when Tina had dragged him back to the car, and after that massive ordeal, she'd lost loads of weight. They both had. They'd been fighting with bears and drones and stuff for weeks, it turned out. They were in like some sort of weird time warp and they hadn't eaten and stuff for ages. But Keith, and then, but then Keith died because obviously he had spinal bifida. A bear had struck uh, the back of his legs out uh, <laughs> and probably hit his, fem hit his femoral artery and fem femoral artery. <laughs> and, and he bled to death while, uh, yeah, he was trying to make up with Tina. Um, <laughs> yeah, Keith, sorry, Keith bled to death. While he's waiting for, uh, yeah, Tina. Okay. <laughs> no, he won't. Let's start with I'll, this next story I'll then. I'll open it. So let's do a romance story. Try and do, like, have a theme of romance go, running through it. Not too crude. Uh, well, you can go wherever you want. But what I'm saying is the theme is romance. So if you say the theme's sci-fi, it's sci-fi horror. We'll try and stick to the same theme. It shouldn't be a Bane cock. It should just be a cock. A big town doctor... Moved to a small town hospital. That's that was me. anger or revenge. Could romance, hor an romance can have anger or revenge, can't it? <laughs> oh, no. I was going to say about the thing earlier. Like, it says a lot about yourself. Well, I took the story like, you meet a woman, so I stabbed her. It's like if you. I mean, it wouldn't take a, if a psychiatrist was to listen to this. Like, well, the whole thing, like from like the Gabby story and everything else. Defence at the cat thing, for fuck's sake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Women, just the cat. Well, yeah. To be fair, if you've done that to a cat, then like the chances are you're going to do that to a human being. So let's make this anyway. like a lifestyle romance movie. I've never done it to a human being. <laughs> <laughs> what sex? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever done it? At least, at least none of us made the pussy joke, which I think we should all give ourselves a round of applause. Oh, no. Round of applause, P-A-W-S. Yes, I got that. Yeah, no, that's why I said, oh, no. So it's like a hospital. A small town doctor. Uh, sorry, a big town doctor. And I've moved to a small town hospital. <laughs> the big town of a city. I'm a big city doctor. <laughs> And I've moved into a small town hospital. Oh, no, I thought that... the actor used to play Martin McFly. Just a big town. Are we, do, are we doing the story now? Are we just talking? I'm trying to do the story. Just a big city guy. Sorry, I spoke. Sorry. Everyone's getting a bit overexcited. Just a big city guy. Born and raised in. Just a big city doctor. Born and raised in. 
South Dakota. I was a bit nervous. Yeah, one of it. Was... one of his energy bombs. Let me... <laughs> Come on, guys. Let me do the story. <laughs> I'm about to. <clears throat> I'm going to take me down the notch. Can I start again, yeah? Can I just, just can we do it again from the just beginning? Just a small town so doctor! So we'll cut all that out, all of interrupting me, no, just cut it all out. No, I like, I like the small town doctor bit. I know you don't, Barry, because it's interrupting your bullshit. I'll have it. Can I just say something? Yeah. Before we do it, just so we have a clean life. Can you remember I was saying that thing a few weeks ago about the Lincoln Project? And it was allegations about sexual inappropriateness in like, the Republican Party and that. And the bloke who it was, was Mr. Weaver. Yeah. But then, with the next couple of weeks, what came out? Jackie Weaver. Oh, yeah. Wasn't it? Oh. So? Anyway, I just thought... Uh, <laughs> oh, I right. I have, that wasn't sitting e- easy on my chest. <laughs> what oh, right. I, I had to get it out so you could... We can start this story with a clean oh, slide. Right. right. Has Johnny gone for a gone for a quick swim? Swim, yeah. He's gone for a siesta. Jumped off the balcony into the pool. Right, sorry, here we go. Sorry, I thought I'd get away with that. What was the name of that film with the shaky one out of um, Back to the Future when he became a, uh, was he a lawyer or a, a doctor in a small town? Michael J. Fox. Secret My Success. No, no, he's not. It's Doc Hollywood. Doc Hollywood. Doc Hollywood. Stop uh, Hollywood. Yeah, so, sorry about that. You mean sorry. Michael J. Fox? You're pretending not to remember who people are again, Johnny. Who's that woman, you know? She's, Maybe it's not. She's, she's on back. <laughs> yeah, he's old. He, I went to see it in the Odeon. No, I wasn't. No, I am stupid. I wasn't. Are you old? You're just old and you forget stuff. <laughs> I think he's not. He's, yeah, I think he's. You are the oldest person on the podcast. You know, do you think you are, you cheeky cat? Everyone on this podcast is in their 40s and you're the oldest. I was a. So that's. You're quite old. I was a big sick. <laughs> <laughs> are you joking? Are you joking? We're all young whippersnappers. At least my birthday. We're, we're all young whippersnappers, I, I consider us. Still. You're very... We talk very, young. You're very, <laughs> Greg, you're a very, very nasty person. I still laugh when people fart. I was a big city so, doctor. So, you know. We, shall I start the story then? Now we've, we've got it out of our system. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was a big city doctor. Moving to a small town surgery. This felt weird, odd. I didn't know whether I'd like to do this, but since what happened at the hospital, I had to move. But, you know, it was starting again. It was a new life. And sometimes the things in life you want aren't always the things you get. And I like these people here. I like them a lot. And they began to like me. I'd only been there maybe a couple of months and a new intern started. In the hospital. <laughs> hi, uh, said the new. Uh, hi, said the new intern. She was so attractive. I was like, oh, oh, wow. Uh, 
uh, I, 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 I just, I, I started talking like that. I was like, but, but, uh, uh, and she's like, oh, uh, please, I've heard you're a really good doctor. I was like, yeah, I am. Uh, but I, I'm just uh, pleased to meet you. Oh. Anyway, she walked away and he was like, oh God, you messed that up, you idiot. Anyway, so I went back to my office, uh, my plastic surgery office, and I was like, uh, I looked up, I went on the computer, I was like, right, uh, chat up like, uh, how to be cool with women. Anyway, and I found this book called The Game, and I was like, oh right. I read all these, these, these hints from the game, and I was like, okay, cool, cool. So like, later on, I, was like, I left, I was like, okay, yeah, sweet. Neil Strauss, he's got, this guy knows his shit. <laughs> this guy, is that his name? Yeah. This guy knows his shit. <clears throat> and uh, yeah. so I went to the cafeteria, and I was like, oh, there she is, the new intern. And she was obviously quite impressive, like, she knew who I was, and was like a doctor in that. So I went up to her, and I said, I really should have introduced myself as you're my intern. My name is irrelevant. And I picked up a pen and I wrote down something on a post-it note for her. It was illegible, because I'm a doctor. And I said to her, do you feel negged? <laughs> I laughed. My name is Dr. Kilcare. And your name is... Tell me, your name is... <laughs> She was so quiet. She didn't say a thing. She was clearly intimidated by me. But she was swooning. The negging had worked. Come on. Let's go and get a fizzy pop. What are the secret... What is the secret to your success, Dr Kildare? Well, it's hard to define. The first time it happened was probably... I noticed I was a bit special. About ten years ago. And... Um, I'd ran out of medicine for getting people better in this village. Oh, yes, yes. And yeah, yeah, the, the people were just getting worse. They were getting sicker and poorly. And yes, yes, so what did you do? So I made dog dirt capsules. So I got loads of dog dirt. I put it in these capsules, and I was feeding them to, to all the places. Oh, this is awful. I know. I got, I got carried away. I just got doing it. But the problem was people just kept getting better and better. So before I knew it, I could not get enough dog dirt for the capsules. But that's when I thought of... Sally. What? I said. As I was, You interrupted me. I was giving you my... Telling you when I thought... Well, Sally, that's my name. Oh, sorry, your name's Sally. Yeah, you asked my name earlier. I didn't want to give it. I was a bit shy. This is the kind of girl for me. They make you go blind? What? I said, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, sorry. My, my language. I just get so wound up. The dog dirt capsules, do they make you go blind? You know, oh no, that's a myth. Don't believe that. Dog dirt doesn't make you go blind at all. That's just an old myth. It's on the internet. It's rubbish. It's actually really good for you. Build you up. Here, I've got one now. Try one. Are you sure? Yeah. Put it on your tongue. Have this water. She swallowed one of the dog dirt capsules. You can't really taste dog dirt. No, it doesn't taste the dog dirt. It just makes you feel a bit better. Cut. What time do you finish? About six. You're a bit one-dimensional, aren't you? Bit bland. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, there's not much to you, is there, really? No, but do you want to meet up later? Yeah, okay. About what time? I finish at six. We can meet at half six, seven. That doesn't give you much time to get ready. I want you to do yourself up a bit. Okay, eight o'clock? Yeah, that's more like it. Eight o'clock. <coughs> I'll come over yours. Do you cook? Yeah, I can cook a bit. <laughs> <laughs> nice make me a cracking meal what do you want 
surprise me, but nothing with nuts. I'm allergic to nuts. Okay, no problem. Oh, and don't get anything that's got, like, touched nuts. You know, like, yeah, I know, I get it. pret a I know what happened. Okay, eight o'clock it is then. I felt good. Really good. I knew this girl was special. She was the girl for me. The way we clicked and got on at work, the way we gelled and we just chatted. And then she just invited me over and she was going to cook for me. I decided to get home, do myself up and get over to hers. I sprayed on my favourite Lynx, Lynx Oriental. For, I, had, I saved a can from 1992. They don't do it anymore. I thought I had a feeling that it might be like they might discontinue the range, like you know, Oriental Java. But then they brought back Africa for some reason. You know, Africa, why? It smells like BO. Why would you buy deodorant? It smells like anyway. I'm getting off point. Anyway, I sprayed on my Oriental. I did the air, <laughs> the little bit of air I've got. And I went, I went on the date. I got to the door and I was so excited. I couldn't believe I was at this stage with her already. <laughs> She opened the door and she said, oh, your breath stinks of dog shit. I was like, so does yours. Because <laughs> I know those, <laughs> those pills, they don't make you go blind. But obviously they've got dog shit in them. So, <laughs> so yeah, your breath, it does tend to stink of dog shit. So yeah, my breath stinks of dog shit. <laughs> your, your breath stinks of dog shit. I'm surprised you could tell that mine does because over the smell of your... Anyway, get over it. So, we got <laughs> a little dog shit kiss. <laughs> and they went in and sat down. And it turns out she cooked. Trust me, I'm a doctor, I said. <laughs> I pulled out a scalpel and put the thumb end up my urethra. If I tensed it a bit... It sort of wobbled around a little bit. And I said, I could have been a surgeon in my younger days. Everything smelled shit, to be honest. <laughs> if you could have canned it, it would have either been Lynx Africa or Elon Musk. I grabbed her by the lips. Pulled her towards me. <laughs> <coughs> her head went right up. More like Elton Musk, I said, as it wedged up there. <laughs> she stood up. I was now about ten foot tall. I'm about ten foot tall, I shouted. I could see. I can see St. Matthew's Church from here. She said, I tell you, she had remarkably good balance for someone. She could, she must have hardly been able to breathe. But then I noticed a, a faint rasping, a whistling. She was breathing out of my penis. She was using it like some sort of Turanian um, snorkel. <laughs> I said, forward, and she marched forward, left, she turned left, rotate, right, she could rotate, she could understand every command that I ushered her, right, so there's St Matthew's Church over there, St Mary's Church is over to the left there, the King's Head is behind us, I think we need to go to... Bed, right now I said to her... No, not, we can't just go to bed like this. She bent forward, I leant forward, I leant over. 
I held onto a chair. She walked backwards and pulled her head from out of my arsehole. She stood up. I turned around and looked into her eyes. She had a kind of weird complexion. It looked like reddish, brownish, all running down her arms. I can't really describe it. I love you, she said. Whoa, too soon, I said. Calm down. We've hardly just met. <laughs> yeah, but I've never done that with anyone before. Well, it's a regular thing for me. It's something I do all the time. It's not something to even think about. You're, you're someone who's nice and kind and you've got a good heart and you're a nice guy. Let's go to bed. We walked upstairs to the bedroom. I popped out... I popped out... <laughs> <laughs> I popped out. I popped out again. I kept popping out, and by that, I said to her, "I said, doesn't seem weird after everything we've been through that when we first met at the door that we were put off like you know, I mean, just by the smell of shit, and now your head's been up my arsehole and everything. We've basically been to fortieth base. I call that fortieth base. (laughs) I don't think we can go any further with this." We are the ultimate couple. We're the ultimate power couple. We should do. We should be sex gurus. What do you think? I agree. She said, "Everything is shit. Life comes from shit. Let's bathe in it. Let's glory in it. Let's wallow in it. Brown, brown, life-giving goo." <laughs> oh. She moved slightly and gave me an eagle claw kick to the face. I thought, oh, kung fu. You know your stuff. Bushido, she said. Bushito, I said. Then suddenly we then both just got distracted. I noticed it was her first. Her, her aggressive stance and posturing suddenly grew flaccid. She was licking her lips. I was mimicking. I was licking my lips. This smells like shit. But this tastes like fucking honey. So I went over to her and we started kissing. It tastes like fucking honey, we screamed at the top of our lungs, smearing the shit over us. I tell you what, maybe if you climb inside me and then I try and climb inside you and then we are sort of half in each other and out of each other, this never has to end. So, we sort of did the crab. <laughs> I did the crab. Dr. Kildare did the crab. I was known back in medicine school for having incredibly flexible bones. I'd often nominate myself to demonstrate limbs, how they, how they moved, ligaments, tests of strength, always doing this. So this did, didn't come new to me. All the difference being I was covered in shit that tasted like honey and I was going to try and get another person to climb inside me. I did the crab. Over I went, textbook. Don't get better than that. She was underneath me, mimicking. Her hair next, head next to my puckered entrance as my head leered over her wallowing hole. If we're going to do this, we're going to have to do this together and quick. If we get this wrong, it could be curtains for either one of us. So I quickly dropped. Plump, my head went in, her head went in. We locked in together. Then we started shuffling about, shuffling. 
gradually we could both got each other's upper torsos in one another and it was just <laughs> <laughs> there were just two sets of legs <laughs> you know um, we found pleasure in this <laughs> and we circled we, did, we went round in circles circles writhing in the mess the human mess we couldn't speak anymore Warm crash some plates fell off the shelf a book a bookcase fell over Womp! I slipped back and fell out of her. She fell out of me, sweating to the floor, both writhing. <gasps> I've never done that before. <sighs> that was amazing. <laughs> Nor have I. I knew she was the girl for me. We've got to keep this to ourselves. <sighs> Let's get married. What? We've had, we didn't even know each other. We need a few more dates first. The months and weeks went on. We sat on the sofa together. We planned our wedding. Let's have a poo wedding, she said. A poo, a secret poo wedding. It'll be the pooiest poo wedding of all the land. I knew it. I would be the king of poo. And this would be our poo wedding. And on the first dance, we could show everyone everything we've learned and not be ashamed anymore. We planned and planned, getting everything right, just right for this poo wedding. The week, the, the hours turned into minutes, the minutes into hours, the hours into days, the days into weeks, the weeks into months. But then it was here, the big poo wedding. <laughs> I knew, I used to, Noel Edmonds used to live in my village, <laughs> so I got in contact with him and I got him to dress up as Willy Wonka and he built a factory and instead of chocolate rivers we had a poo river, it was a poo, it was like a big poo factory, it was amazing, it was the ultimate, it was the dream poo wedding, so Noel Edmonds is there, dressed as Willy Wonka, poo factory, poo river, we got married over, there's a bridge over the poo river and uh, just as we we're having our, <laughs> doing our vows, I said, we met through poo, the smell of poo. <laughs> you climbed in my arse, I climbed in yours. We melded together. Uh, it had a lot to do with poo. There's lots of sex stuff going on as well. Sexy stuff, but mostly poo. <laughs> Hence why we're here, getting married on the poo bridge. And she said to me... I'm actually a witch. And I'm going to cast a magic spell over all the wedding. And then as everyone was eating potato crisps, we started pooing potatoes. <laughs> One after another, muddy little potatoes came out. Pluck, 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 pluck. And before you knew it, there were potatoes everywhere. And people were sitting on top of mountains of potatoes like they were on top of a totem pole. And they didn't know what was going on. And they said, is this mud, mud? Or is this mud, mud, mud? And they said, no. You've been cursed by the poo potato witch. The end. One more. <laughs> no, I think... <laughs> Just one more. That's goodbye from me. What's your name? Ben. Oh, yeah, goodbye. Yeah, everyone, everyone knows the voice. It's goodbye from me, Greg. Goodbye from... Goodbye. Peace out, you degenerate booze bags. Bung bung, it's me, Johnny Rabina, with the mean treats. And that's... And it's tot scenes from uh, Chris. The good people of Idle Man and they would like to apologise for any offence caused by the Indian Doctor and Prince Philip sketch. We only embrace such racial stereotypes to curb our overuse of the American accent and the accent of the North of England. Thank you and good night. <laughs>